just like storylines going into Survivor Series not being based on what bullshit roster you're on, mm. we're back. That was good. That's with another good. thrilling, exciting, and intense episode of What Are We Even Doing? Guys, I'm Tom. <laughs> also known as Christian Rose. I can tell you were about to say something else. Oh, I was. Like, and you were like, wait, oh, we, gotta inter- yep. we gotta introduce ourselves. Uh... Being accompanied today on this journey through recent memory by uh, Braden, otherwise known as Damian Deschain, and today we have we have a good amount of things to talk about. But you yeah. know what? Let's let's kind of mix it up a little bit. Let's tell you what we're going to talk about in the main event. Yeah, we're doing a Survivor Series from two ought two two. Yeah, dickety <laughs> ought dickety dickety. Um. Otherwise known as the most recent, the most recent Survivor yeah. Series. We are recording otherwise, this on a Tuesday. Otherwise known as Survivor Series War Games. War Games. What? Lot to talk about with that shit. Yeah. But, uh, yes, so, coming back after a little break, not from the show, obviously. We're never going to let you guys down. But from uh, things due to Thanksgiving. Braden, how was your Thanksgiving? It's good. 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 Mine was quite lovely. Nice to see the family. What's your uh, What's your go to Thanksgiving foods, mate? I'm gonna tell you the plate I had. This is gonna blow your fucking mind. I went s- <laughs> the plate I had. All right, I can't wait. I had turkey. Got to of course. Yep, as is as is tradition. Cheesy scallop potatoes. Okay. Not my thing, but I understand it's a dish in a lot of them. And mashed potatoes. Doubling up. That's it. That's it? <laughs> Holy fuck. Mate, I not was mu- living one my for best variety. life. <laughs> I was living my best life. Mine... Mix the potatoes, mate. I had... <laughs> this is insane to me. Um, Mine was turkey, ham, corn, stuffing, mashed potatoes with noodles, green beans cooked with bacon. Mm. That is my plate. I had, I think, total five plates of this. Mm. I I gained 60 pounds in the course of a few hours. I polished off the rest of the... Later on, I polished off the the rest of the potatoes. Like, both varieties. I polished off the rest. I had another plate of just potatoes. Uh... I every year I get into these unbelievable discussions and arguments with people about noodles on mashed potatoes. And you're you're a big carb guy. You like carbs. I'm sure I would love. You would. This. I, this seems like honestly, it is directly up your alley. Yeah. And I've never seen anyone try it and not like it. I just think it's weird that it's such a very like regionalized thing in the Midwest. But then again, I've seen people talk about cinnamon rolls with chili. Nope. Mm. I'm sure a cinnamon roll after a bowl of chili, probably fine. I like cinnamon rolls just as much as the next person. Honestly, probably not as much as the next person because <laughs> I could live the rest of my life without one and it would be totally fine. But I just I've never seen that in a home anywhere together. <laughs> uh, so before we move on, let's let's ring this bell because this is going to be an yeah, interesting yeah, one. Yeah. But before we ring it, should should we talk about what we're doing here? You should. Because this is more your thing. Well, we're going to find out if it is or not. So No, I mean, like, you supplied this. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, Meg and I bought the alcohol for 
uh, my family's Thanksgiving. Because mm. <clears throat> uh, there's not a whole lot that we can travel four hours with and have fresh and ready for. Yeah, like yeah. she made bacon buns. Oh, brother, you'd love bacon buns. It's literally <laughs> just bread with bacon. That was in the my middle. nickname in high school. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> folks. So we took yes, some requests dude. on the booze from the family, and uh, my youngest brother, who is uh, basic, um, he asked yeah, for some okay. of these hard Mountain Dews. Mm. I said, okay, fine. So we bought like a variety pack. They seemed to go over well. My dad tried one, which shocked me, and his exact review was, well, it's not Dr. Pepper, <laughs> because he has a deep, seething hatred for Dr. Pepper. Why? He just thinks it sucks. I love that. Um, so, <laughs> brought a few of them back home. So, me and Braden each have one of these. We're about to ring the bell with these and try them. Give you guys a live, first-hand impression. This is the type of thrilling, edge-of-your-seat moment you can only get on... Mm-hmm. Is this on Patreon? No, th- no, this is... This is the only... This is the type of shit you get for free. This is the only <laughs> stuff you find at what are we even doing, though. Yes. Um, what are we even doing? The only thing that you can find here, that's what we're doing. It makes sense. And our new theme song, which you're now hearing for the first time, you would have heard that a week prior if you were on the Patreon. Yeah, you would have experienced it sooner. And you should have. I worked really hard on this one. Uh, went back to the original key. Not that very many people <laughs> know that. In fact, it's actually insider information. It's the original vocals. Oh, I shit. I just straight up... Copy and pasted it to the to the. So now you're stealing from yourself. Yeah, sure, oh, wow. sure am. You're plagiarizing off of your own work. I just felt like <laughs> I never really sang it better than that first. Hey, you know what I mean. If so, it ain't broke, yeah. Uh, so the one that I have is uh, Baja Blast Hard Mountain Dew. I've never had Baja Blast mm. in any capacity. So really, yeah, it's it's all right. Yeah, okay. It was a Taco it's Bell. Not, it's not. I believe it was a Taco Bell exclusive, and then yeah. because it was so popular there, they actually just made it. Is that am I, am I right? There? I think that's okay. what what it is. That's my impression of it. Um, it's not as great as everyone thinks it is. Hmm. I'll say that. Okay. I'll say that on a recorded medium. It's not. Bailey Hot. is listening. He Ooh. is. He is a big Baja Blast guy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, big time. Baja There's, Flash. Yeah. The Pina Colada Mountain Dew was better. There's a blast down in the Baja, yeah. and also a flash in the Baja. What uh, what flavor hard do you got there? I got uh, watermelon. <laughs> watermelon. All right, let's so, ring. Let's, let's. That took a lo- while to yeah, get there. Let's yeah. ring this bell. Oh God, I blew it. <laughs> Freshly clipped. Dude, nails. okay. Why did you go at it with your thumb? Let's be real here. I pretty much always do. What? No, you. You've no, met. I don't. No, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. You there. were. You literally I think were like at with your thumb, and that's why you messed it up. I think that my unsheathed index finger was deemed too soft by my brain to, for that work. All okay. right, okay, let's try this. Cheers. Also, do you do you purposefully clip your your nails? At 9 o'clock on Tuesday, like every week? It, no, I, I did this last night. It honestly, it usually just falls on either the day of or the day before we record. I don't know <laughs> what it is. This, um, hang on, let me get the like mine pull quite a bit. Hmm. I don't dislike it. I will probably finish this. Yeah. It, this tastes like something I would have mixed in high school. <laughs> like, this tastes like something I would have made with, like, <laughs> aristocrat vodka and some sort of off-brand 
cola from like a save a lot. Yeah. That ain't bad though. Five percent alcohol. All right. It'll hmm. get you there. At least it's not Dr. Pepper. Um <laughs> I I you know what? I used to like Dr. Pepper. Never was a fan. I I always, I, I always slightly preferred Pib. Now I do, big yeah. time. Like, I, I had Pib at Thanksgiving. Thank you for reminding me. My uncle bought Pib. Like, we didn't tell him. And he huh. just bought it. And I was like, this is awesome! <laughs> and then he gave me edibles to oh, take wow. home. That sounds Which fantastic. I didn't know was going to happen. <laughs> but fucking great. Anyway, so... Um, but, but. I, so I, I loved Dr. Pepper yeah. so much that I just drank it till hatred. You know what I mean? Like when you drink something <laughs> you so much. You just burn yourself out. Like I'm, I, yeah. I can't anymore. Yeah. Dr. Pepper Dark Berry, though. I'm not familiar. It's a promotional thing. Right. I think you had this in my house at one point. Yeah. There were, there were dinosaurs on the case because mm-hmm. it was around the last Jurassic Park movie. It's God tier, and I yeah. won't hear otherwise. Uh, do you know uh, Sobe, the energy drinks, have the fucking I've lizard seen. on the bottle? They used to make a soda mm. that tasted, it was a dark cherry cola, mm. had this that slightest bit of a Dr. Pepper or a Pib taste to it because it was like heavy on the cherry. Yeah. It was fucking awesome, and it was mm. really good. And uh, of course also my beloved Jolt, which needs to come back Is again. on the... Hmm? I'm just noticing now our TV here. Yeah, I, I, it's it's balanced just correctly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You got anything for the undercard? Um, as far as wrestling that I've watched, I rewatched Vengeance of Three a little bit. Right <laughs> on. I got. We did that on the show, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, that show rules. Yeah, big time. It has my beloved bar. Brawl. Bar, bar Brawl, yeah. With the APA. The APA Invitational or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, where Bradshaw yeah. is inexplicably in the best shape he's ever been. <laughs> and would go on to be in worse shape and world champion. <laughs> uh, let me think. I watched, I watched last week's Dynamite, and I also watched last week's Rampage. I got caught up on a lot of shit like, um, over the weekend just... Being off work or whatever. Mm. Uh, Rampage had this match that was uh, FTR versus Top Flight, Darius and Dante Martin. Mm. Yeah, really fucking good. That could really only be good. Amazing. Like I'm, I'm not opposed to watching that match when we're done recording. Because I was like, <laughs> there's so much. Like, I love that. Like FTR is so good at being innovative with just the basics. Like they don't do any moves that you're like, I've never seen that before. But they just chain their things together and. Like fresh, new, but ultimately logical ways. I and like then, I like watching AEW with you because I almost need you there to rein me in a little bit. Because sometimes sure. I can be a little bit too nitpicky. Right. I mean, which by the way, I have a, a massive discussion I want to get into in just a little bit when we're done with the undercard. Uh, also on on that on that line though. I did watch match two in the best of seven series uh, with the elite death triangle. I've seen some clips. So this is the thing that I'm like, we talked about this in our group chat, but we'll talk about it here. They, the elite trolled the shit out of CM Punk in that match. 
Big time. Big time. And my take on it was they were in Chicago. Yeah. Typically, AEW fans are, are well, wrestling fans in general, especially, well, specifically Chicago, are, are the quote-unquote smart fans or whatever, yeah. so they know yeah. things. Did I think that this was, like, in good taste or whatever? No, not particularly. I really didn't. But I feel like they knew this this crowd is going to boo us. They yeah. are they are the faces in the feud. But in this instance, there is no way that they're going to just be cool with us being baby faces. So we got to do something. Fuck it, lean into it. Uh, whether or not that's the right thing, I don't know. Did it get over? Big time. Fucking big time. The match, the match fucking was very good. And a lot of the... Like the okay, some some of the stuff that you didn't like in the first one, which I also didn't like, the unbelievably convoluted spot into the four way nip up standoff thing, right? Yeah, not in this one. Totally different. Totally different structure. Uh, again, love the finish, but I don't know. I think it's interesting, and I I thought of something like days later where I was like, "Fuck, this is the best." This is what I should have brought up uh, in the group chat when we were talking about it. Do you remember when they were just dead set on Roman is a babyface? Yeah. But the crowd was just mercilessly fucking booing him. Mm-hmm. But he just stood there and fucking smiled the whole time. Yeah. As a from a fan's perspective, that drove me nuts. And from a fan's perspective, made me dislike Roman more. Yeah. I think that if the elite had done that in this one specific instance, I would have disliked it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like that would have really fucking bothered me. So like but if they don't go back to this, like next week if they're in Hoboken, New Jersey and they don't do any more digs at fucking CM Punk, I don't know where they're at. Don't do any more digs at CM Punk. Great. Now I understand. But if it becomes a thing, then I'm like okay, well now what is the you, you know what I mean? Like to to what is the point of doing this then? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You know what they're doing this week on uh, fucking Dynamite, though, that is going to undeniably rule? What? Brian Danielson versus Dax Harwood. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Oh, that's going to just... There's no universe in which that is that, less than great. I'm calling it right now. That's going to get five stars by Dave Meltzer. It fucking I ought to. And it hasn't even happened yet. Fuck I'm calling it, though. Good. I'm, I'm Babe Ruth of wrestling. <laughs> what? Babe Ruth of Dave Meltzer's star rating. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be more specific than that. Pointing, yeah, yeah, yeah. pointing your bat at the fifth star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Um, yeah, as far as wrestling goes, that's pretty much it. Uh, I've watched a little bit more of the Kid Getting a Jet from Pepsi documentary, which is just fucking fascinating. Okay, if yeah. You, if you guys haven't checked that out, please do. Um, uh yeah, let's see. What else? Because I feel like I watched a lot of shit. But now I cannot fucking remember. Oh, I started to watch Logan in black and white after Survivor Series. But by that point, I was just fucking tanked. And I think mm. I got like 20 minutes in. And I was like, I gotta go to bed. Um, yeah, I think that's really all that I really remember sitting down to watch over the past few days. Oh, uh, I watched a good chunk of Raw last night. Hmm. But I think I want to save that for the big discussion thing I want to have. And, yeah. That's about it. Okay. Okay. What uh, non-wrestling have you seen? Non-wrestling? Well, I guess I, I updated you, but I, I'll update the people. 
Eight eight times, ladies and gentlemen. Eight times he's seen RRR. Phenomenal. Now uh, now it's only if I have someone I want to show the sure. movie. Like I'm not like the fifth time maybe I think mm-hmm. I'm not okay I don't I don't I'd have to really think about it but that's not good air time so I'm not right. going to think about it but maybe like the fifth time or something like that I was still rewatching it looking for more stuff right now I'm just you know showing it. it people yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm just showing it to people yeah. I love it I think it's great I love showing my friends art I haven't seen I haven't shown it to anyone who's disliked it no I I think that like for most people the hurdle on that movie is honestly not going to be the uh, the the style of it or whatever because it's a very heightened reality that they're in. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the biggest or the hardest selling point. I don't think that the foreign language aspect because you can obviously play a dub version if you need to. If you don't, the, wanna... the dub is very well done. Sure, I stand by it. I I'm always going to prefer subtitles, but I understand that's that can be a hard sell. I think the hard sell on that movie is that it's three hours. Yeah, and I mean, even in this day and age, where everything it seems like, why why is every fucking movie two and a half hours minimum? There's clear. There's a clear stopping point halfway through, though. That's true. Dead, dead halfway through. Absolutely. Hour thirty in. Tears, blood, and breach is the song that they're playing in the background. <laughs> that's good to know. Um, but I mean, like, that's a clear stopping point. I, I don't mean like specifically with our, but I mean like in general, like. I know I talked about it on the show before, but like me and Meg went and saw the menu. That movie's an hour and forty-five minutes. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and honestly, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if if you had to cut something out, I don't know what it would be. I think that's the problem I have with the, like a lot of longer movies is I can usually, or or there isn't anything we've talked about that. Yeah, but usually I can sit and be like, that didn't need to be there. That's you know, a few more minutes of my life I could have got back, but I don't know. Weird. Um, anyway, I want to reserve talking about that because at some point on the Patreon, we are going to cover that. We are, are, are going to cover that. Folks. Uh, <laughs> that was too perfect. Um, anyway, you got anything else to talk about for the undercard? Well, you said you wanted more things to talk about. I mean, if you've got nothing, we can get into my big fucking discussion, debate, whatnot, that's going to basically then bleed into the main event, but... We have we do have a couple of um, mails. Oh, if we want to get into that before your big discussion, or do we want to save that before the main event? Let's save the mail for the end. For all the way to the end? Yeah, I think we okay. do that. I think we do okay. that. Save yes, the mail you for do. the end. Yes, you yes, do. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, okay, so I had the thought the other day of you can usually say, "Wow, this was a wild year in wrestling." About any year, yeah. And we're coming up on the year's end. 2022 has been an absolutely insane <laughs> yeah. year for professional wrestling. Uh, yeah. Like, absolutely just batshit fucking insane. And here's the thing. There's only, like, one or two things that I can be, be like, this is... There's one thing that I'm going to be like, this is the most important whatever-the-fuck moment, right? Yeah. The shit that's underneath it in any other year would be... By far the biggest fucking story in wrestling, right? But yeah, like, yeah. The year's just been... Steve Austin came back to wrestling <laughs> and main-evented WrestleMania. Yeah. Had a great match and won. <laughs> and that might not be in my top five most insane things that happened this year. Which is just fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, 
But I was thinking about how, for me, the biggest thing this year is Vince McMahon retiring. Oh, yeah. I think, like, I think that's, that's the, the biggest thing of, of the last 30 years, maybe Legion. 40. Yeah. Like, that's the, everything else is going to basically radiate off of that. Mm-hmm. Like, we can talk about fucking punk in the elite fisting each other in the back and punk leaving AEW. Those are huge stories. That's a huge fucking deal. Yeah. Not even close to Vince calling it quits, especially in the fashion of which he did. Yeah. Which ain't great, you Cody know. Cody Rhodes. Cody, yeah, Cody Rhodes jumps back. Debuts at Mania, or re-debuts at Mania. Yeah. And wins. Like, that would be, that's a huge, that's like a huge thing. At that point, that was the biggest thing that had happened this year. Yeah. That was And on, then it was immediately trumped immediately, later that night. The same day, like, yeah, hours later, yeah. Like, just, it's, it's batshit, like. Brock won. Mania 38 was kind of fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, all things considered. Can we talk? Yeah, for the most part, about that. Like, I I was kind of like, eh, in the middle with it when it happened. Yeah. But like, in retrospect, I feel like that was a pretty damn good Mania. Sasha and Naomi walked out. Have not yet come back to WWE or wrestling at all. That There we go. That's another huge one. You know what I mean? Sasha Banks can take up space somewhere else, please. Woo! But, like, that's a huge one. Fucking Big E broke his fucking neck. Like, that was this year. Yeah, wow. Yeah, like, Brock won, lost, (laughs) won back, and lost the WWE title all between January and Mania. (laughs) Yeah. Because he won it at that fucking day one pay-per-view. Yep. That they're not doing again. Lost it at the Rumble. Got it back at Elimination Chamber. Lost it to Roman at WrestleMania. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) again, that might not even make my top ten. And then Big E broke his neck in in the time between. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Cody's pec tear. Cody has a five-star match with a fucking torn pec, which I still have not seen, by the way. Same. Like, oh my god. All this shit in the past few months. So anyway, so the the big thing that I want to bring up here is, so now that we are in the post-Vince era, we're in the Triple H era of the WWE product, I do think that the shows and the product have gotten better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say great, but I'm going to say much better. And part of that might be just the stark contrast. Yeah. You, like, you get used to something yeah. for so long... And then when something mixes it up, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, you know? Yeah, it's different. Yeah. If nothing else. Man, I love how backstage looks like backstage. Yeah. We're, we're not doing every promo is scripted. You know, like things are tying together week to week on television. You can see where a story is headed, but it's not necessarily insulting to you. You know? Yeah. Like... We like the the Sami Zayn and the Bloodline thing is the best thing in wrestling right now. It's period by by a good fucking margin. We're going to talk enough about that, but during the main event here. So the thing that I want to bring up though is because this got brought up on uh, a what culture thing I was watching earlier today. There are still things about the WWE product that are perhaps need to be changed or addressed, but it's shit that, like, we've just come to accept as 
as what it, what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I don't like, and I've never liked this, is the invisible camera. Yeah. And what's here's here's my thing. They can make this reality whatever the fuck they want, right? Yeah. My problem is that they don't, and even now in the Triple H era, they don't stick to any of these. Sometimes that camera's invisible. Sometimes it isn't. You know, sometimes wrestlers watch the show from a week ago. Sometimes they have no idea. Yeah. And my problem with this is you got to fucking, like, before when it was just Vince running shit, it's like Vince doesn't watch the show last week. <laughs> you know, like, he, you know. He doesn't watch it as it's happening. He may not be able to see that cameraman regardless of if he's standing there or not. Like, so, like, okay, this is the part where I, I will shill for AEW. I like that they set out from the get-go, they don't do the invisible camera. They always reference, in some way, shape, or form, why is this being filmed, whatever. Because yeah. the, that ver- their version of wrestling takes place in our reality, so to speak, right? Yeah. That's great. Stick to it. Cool. If, like, I think I talked about it on here one time, if, the, if Raw is just supposed to be the Muppet show, or it's a show about a show, yeah, uh, yeah. you know what I mean, like... Because on the Muppet show, you didn't ever really see the show. It was just about them putting the show together. Okay, but what the fuck are the rules of this fucking universe that we're in? Is Because now it's a different ballgame. Before, when it was Vince, Undertaker could summon lightning to the ring posts. You know, <laughs> uh, people could teleport. Yeah, Bray Wyatt could become a fucking clown from hell that just doesn't get hurt or something. Like... <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, you could that do that. just doesn't get hurt. Or something. Uh, <laughs> my question to you is, like, what... If if you had to pitch a few changes to good old Hunter to be like, hey, this is something that's got to go, what would you want it to be? Or, oh, or do Christ. you even have any, or like... Uh, I'd have to really think about that, because I don't, I don't watch weekly, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I see nothing of the weekly product. Yeah. Except... For whatever comes across my Twitter timeline. Sure. Which is usually, like, Bloodline stuff. I follow that a little bit. It's but, unbelievably which is great. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I don't know. Well, one that got um, brought up earlier today on the thing that I was watching about this, and I was like, you know what, yeah, because we've joked about this. Uh, I don't know if it was on the show or off. But the impromptu matches and the impromptu main events. Yeah, yeah. This is something that I think it's it's played out and it's got to fucking go away. Because what was going to happen if wrestler A went to the ring and spoke to the crowd and wrestler B did not interrupt? Were they just going to leave? What is the main event? That's like, stuff that works on like an indie show. Sure. You could do that on an indie show. Right, because you're not... You're not necessarily a return audience, right? You're just there every month or whatever. Yeah. You know, but, like, it just, like, okay. And I mean, like, when I say indie show, let me clarify. You mean, like, a spot show? Like, a carnival or something? Like, a spot show. Sure. You're playing for kids. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, something like that, sure. Yeah. I don't necessarily want that for, like, a monthly. Right. Yeah, not not to, yeah. No, no, now I follow you. I, I get you now. Um, But, like... Like, we wanted to do, I, I think me and Meg actually were joking about it, do something at a Zawa show where so-and-so does a thing and so-and-so at the beginning of the show. Now we've got our main event. And then we film something with Casey 
or Moondog Bernard, whatever, where they have to be like, oh, hey, hey, sorry, man, your uh, main event match tonight's been canceled. Those guys went out there and, like, yelled at each other, so we're going to do that instead. <laughs> like, You're just doing that on here? Yeah. Okay. But you know what I mean? Like, just one of those things where it's like, okay, well, then, if, if that's the case, then let's explore what happens to Moondog in his main event now. Like, do we run it back next month because we didn't get to this time? Like, is this the recurring theme that he never gets to have that match because that somebody be does a promo and somebody sets up a main event with it? That would be funny. I think it would be What hilarious. I want from one of these is, like, if someone does that where they're like, why don't we have a match? I, mean, I imagine Drew McIntyre doing that. Sure. Why don't we have a match right now? And Triple H comes out, or whoever, the mm. authority figure. No, we'll do it next week. But we don't have time for that. We're ha- we have a sh- tight right. show. Right, yeah. <laughs> and to me, like, I think that shit's got to go. Like, I'm glad it, it took ages, but they finally got rid of, like, the on-air authority figure yeah. that only exists to fuck over the good guys and help the bad guys. Like, I'm glad that shit's gone. Yeah. But, like, the invisible camera thing, which, by the way, okay, this 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 can be fun. Whenever somebody bitches about, oh well, uh, Ring of Honor doesn't make sense or TNA doesn't make sense, give us some of your favorite things from, let's say WWE or WCW, some a, a bigger company, yeah, that makes less sense. <laughs> because we once saw Zack Ryder's thoughts on an episode of ECW. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> what? They once did a thing on ECW where uh, one of the one of the divas was like getting uh, like bikini photos taken or whatever mm. for a calendar or a magazine or whatever, and the camera pans over and there's Zack Ryder just standing there doing the like that's a pretty lady look face you know yeah, whatever. That's a I shit you lady. not. The camera is on his face and it does the like wavy dissolve from like Wayne's World, and then it's him. Um, oh, let's just say it was Kelly Kelly for the sake of argument. Uh, him and Kelly Kelly on a beach, like, canoodling and having drinks out of a coconut, and then it's just, back to Zack Ryder, and people are like, Zack? Zack, are you okay, buddy? And I'm like, we, the television (laughs) audience, just saw into his mind. Mm Mm-hmm. You saw that in the arena, too, on the big screen. I guarantee it. Yeah. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? Like... I love that. Did That's you ever amazing. see? Did you ever see the shit that they filmed that was from Vince's POV when he got his head shaved? No. This is very fucking funny <gasps> because they're the big reveal is Vince with his shaved yeah. head, right? Yeah. They cut to Vince McMahon, like you see his hands or whatever. He's doing his walk backstage, but it's from his field of vision, and everyone's like, "Oh," you know, like they're startled and they're selling the the shaved head or whatever. Yeah. And he's like. Damn it, it's not that bad, you know, whatever. And the camera's, like, it, it is funny. I'm not going to say it's not funny. But I'm like, how is this, what, is he wearing a GoPro that is yeah. live streaming? Yeah, that's why they're all like, what the hell are you doing? But he turns around a corner and Ron Simmons is there. And Ron looks at him and he's like, checking him out in the bald, in the bald head. And you just see the hands come up in front of the camera, like, shaking back and forth. And you hear Vince go, no, no, Ron, no, don't do it. And he just, damn. And then Vince, like, just, ah. Sells it as though he's been shot. That's amazing. It is hilarious, but it's fucking dumb. But if that's the universe that this is going to be, if that's the world that we're in, 
than just be all that the world. time. Be that world. Yeah. I just hate whenever it's this like half in, half out, fucking whatever. And I'm, I, I don't. know. To me, that's something I hope that like maybe we can fucking get away from. Yeah. Now that yeah. Vince is gone and not trusting comedy I was, writers. I was talking about this earlier today with someone. I don't remember, but like we're in a weird transition phase. Yeah. In the in the WWE right now. Yeah. With like the leftover remnants of Vince's WWE mm-hmm. slowly but surely merging into Triple H's Ultimate Vision. I'm also curious to see if Triple H goes back to like actually making guys into stars. Because I that's been that's been gone for a very long time. I think that's something that Triple H understands in the modern WWE right. and how to do. Back in Vince's WWE, when he was in co- under control, it was like, oh, this guy's on top? Well, he must be the best. Let's root for him. Right. That's not how it works now. And Triple no. H understands that. I agree. Vince is still like, oh, well, Theory's the best. You should you should like him. Right. I told Roman's you to like him. the best. I, I, you should like him. I told you to like him. Remember yeah. when I told you to like him? So fucking like him. It worked with Hogan. Right. Like... I, I think that there's some weird psychological th- aspect to it where with Vince, it's like, okay, he made Hogan a star. Well, Hogan fucking left. Mm-hmm. I know he ended up coming back, but ultimately, you know, Hogan fucking left. Oh, he made Savage into a star. Well, Savage fucking left. You know, um, Nash, fucking Brett, Hall, like all these guys that he made into stars, they fucking left. Austin, Rock. Well, Rock left. For Hollywood, yeah, Austin left because he fucking had to. I think that he just had this weird thing about, like, let's just make the brand the star. Let's just make the show the star. So that then it's okay. like, oh, I just went and saw WWE. Who was there? I don't know. They're all, like, um, that's fucking... That's, yeah, that's probably very well put, honestly. Uh, Minoru Suzuki, of all people in the world, has a... Criticism and critique of the PC and, and that the farm system that WWE has. Yeah. Where he goes, if you can't see someone's flaws, you can't see their strengths either. If everyone that you're producing out of your training camp is a 6 out of 10, then nobody is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like, they are all just the same level of gray. And I, I agree with that a billion fucking percent. Yeah. But, like, post-Austin and Rock... I can argue maybe three guys have been made stars, and one of them kind of made himself, well, to a degree, I guess, Lesnar, Cena, and Roman. Yeah. I think everyone else, not that they're bad or, you know, not successful or anything, but I mean, like, these are people that drive numbers up. I think that's it. And it's been 20 years since Rock and Austin left, like, full yeah. time. I think that Triple H is going to possibly try to get some of that magic back and, like, build guys into being actual fucking draws. Because Roman right now is, bar none, the biggest star in wrestling. Yeah. And part of that's because he's not there all the fucking time. Which is great. It shouldn't be, but... That's an inarguable fact. Yeah. That Roman is the biggest star. Whether you like him or hate him, whether you think he's good or bad. Like, he is the biggest star. Period. And is, tr- and is treated and presented as such. Yeah. 
God, I love the way he carries himself on now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's so good. Fucking like, I also think that Triple H understands that if you're if you have a star, like an actual top tier star, that person has to win matches. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't do this fucking fifty fifty shit and yeah. expect people to get invested in it. And he's doing honestly, he's doing really well with it right now with fucking Bianca. She's awesome. She's mm. so good. I don't think that she's lost a match in maybe this year. Like I'm not positive on that, but like maybe yeah. the Rumble. I don't. I don't even know. But like she has not lost a match in a long fucking time, which is good. Yeah, you're the fucking best women's wrestler that we have. You shouldn't lose all the fucking time. Yeah. Um. I I. I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited to see where WWE goes. Oh, I am too. Big time. Like for the first time, I'm actually excited to see what the product will look like. Yeah. Because I the, no, the, the further we were going with Vince, it, it it you didn't have to watch anything. There was nothing that you had to fucking like see. Like I I'm convinced that, like okay, with Triple H in charge and like the way that the product used to be, Let's say that you took let's let's say you watch Raw every week, right? And then you took three months off. Well, right now you might come back after that three months and be like, "Who the fuck are these people? What happened to so and so? What's going on? This that, yeah, and the other?" Because yeah. there's actual things happening with Vince, especially in the last couple of years. You could take three months off from watching Raw, come back <laughs> in, and it's the same fucking show. Yeah, like nothing has changed. Nothing fucking mattered. There was no stakes. In anything. It's like. I think this is kind of similar to what you said earlier, but I'll phrase it this way, just because this is how I thought of it in my brain. Um, at one point, like like you said, he he's like, we'll make the brand the star. Yeah. And then at that point, he was like, we don't have to make the shows good because the brand right. is still a thing. Yeah. But legacy can only take you so far. I like, agree. You still have to fucking upkeep your quality yeah you you ass dude like okay i think um i think we should make theory pin roman reigns on smackdown next week for the undisputed championship via um a backslide (laughs) we're gonna make theories new finish the backslide I don't even have an argument for that, like, Vince. <laughs> this is like, that seems like something that he might have actually said, too. Like, if he hadn't gotten fucking busted and, in essence, ran out of town... Yeah. That could have happened this fucking week. Yeah. But, like... And to be fair to Vince, it, while he was in charge, Roman, right. since he came back at, at Survivor oh, Series 20... 2020. Or Summer, SummerSlam yeah. 2020. Yeah, yeah. He's been fucking incredible the whole I time. Agree. The whole time. I agree. A million percent. Either Roman got his ear or somebody did. But that has been the... Hayman, that's the maybe? Maybe. Roman is the last thing that Vince is going to be remembered for getting right. Yeah. Now, granted, that's a huge fucking win. Don't get maybe, me wrong. Maybe Gunther, but well, if we were to believe reports, he was about to fuck that up. Yeah. Because he didn't like... A segment that he did with R-Truth on the 4th of July, which, by the way, when I heard about this... That will never be good. I don't know what he expected, but when I first heard about this, I was like, 
what the... F- I mean, this sounds stupid, but like you said, it's, it's never going to be good. So I looked it up and watched it. It's as good as it was ever going to be. It's just... Okay. R-Truth dressed as Uncle Sam on the 4th of July and Gunther comes out and whips his ass. What? I don't know what Vince thought that... <laughs> I don't know if he wanted him to, like, do the fucking Zig Heil and goose step around the ring. I don't know what the fuck he thought was going to happen. But He's I was like, Austrian. That's what I'm saying. That's what no, Vince... Yeah, I know. Did, like, <laughs> but it's the thing where I'm like, what, like, I? that's something I wish, uh, if I got the chance to sit down with Vince and just, hey, I'm going to talk to you, let's ask some questions, whatever, I'd never stop. I'd never stop. That's one, though, where I want to be like, hey, this was fairly recent. Real quick, what did you want out of that segment? Because yeah. the idea was stupid. <laughs> oh, no. Is, is Vince here? Uh, it... Well, what were you asking? Ask it again. Now. What did you expect out of the Gunther and R-Truth segment from Raw on the 4th of July? Well, I I told I I see I told them truth. Gunner. It's it's Gunther. Gun- Walter, here's here's the deal. Honestly, better. We we are gonna do this segment where you're Uncle Sam and you come out and you. Um, you you just violate Uncle Sam, our truth. You violate him. You just beat his ass, right? Can you do that? All right. See you later. Hey, Truth, come here real quick. I want you to see if you can make him laugh <laughs> during this segment. Okay. Try to make him laugh, and if you can't, his push goes right down the drain. <laughs> His career's in your hands. <laughs> Damn it. I love it that this posits that if Truth could make Gunther fuck up, he'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But because Gunther did as was told, and Truth failed at fucking up the segment, then now Gunther must be punished. Yeah. Gotcha. Thank, makes sense. Thanks for popping in, Vince. Get out of my basement. Uh, <laughs> fuck, man. That went uh, a little longer than I wanted to, but... It was hard to phrase uh, the sentences I friend, wanted. Friend of the show, Bucky Collins, is a big fan of when uh, current day Vince pops in on yeah, the show. Yeah, uh, yeah man. I, I mean, I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm, I I love that, like, it's Survivor Series. Just happened, right? We're about to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. There is not a pay-per-view until the fucking Rumble. Mm. No TLC. No fucking day one. I love that. Okay. Fuck yeah. So, here's the thing I, I, we can get into. Sure. A little producing on the fly. Um, we did Mania this year. Correct. We did SummerSlam this year. We did. I just want to... because we These have all been separate conversations sure. to like cover for different reasons why we wanted to cover the current shows that were happening right. that happened to be the big four. Mm-hmm. But I want to pledge... Of doing the the big four from from now on. No, we yeah. never really pledged to doing it. I think we did state that we wanted to do that at some point. Yeah, but 
we never really pledged to doing so, and we just happened to do the last three of the big four. If um, I would, I would I, one yes, sign me up on board. Yes, if fucking if AEW had a better distribution deal. Now, granted, like in essence, Peacock is free, so you know whatever. If AEW had a better like deal or more accessible way to fucking view their things, I would love to do those too because they only run four pay per views a year. Yeah, it'd be fun. And I, I'd like to see more AEW. Yeah. I don't really get to. I don't. I think that I don't it's sit also. Down a, I don't watch any weekly television. Right. And I have Peacock because there's so much of the like older days of WWE yeah. that I want to watch and stuff like that. So that I get the new pay per views. But I don't want to pay for the AEW pay per views because I haven't been watching the weekly television. It's a, and it's they're just, and they're expensive. Snowball. The, the, a, the AEW pay per views are expensive. Now I understand that. Like, granted, there is only four of them a year and. God damn, you do get a lot for your fucking buck on those. You like you really do. But still man, fifty bucks is fifty bucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I have no problem spending money, which is <laughs> which yeah. in itself is a problem. But um and even like there might be a way to do it, because you get to keep them on bleacher report. So I wonder if I don't know, there might be a way that we could fucking share a password or some shit and help I don't know. We'll figure that out in the future. But like if nothing else, whenever those pay-per-views line up to where they're close to each other, the the stark contrast between would make for some great fucking podcast material. Big time, big time. Just because, if for no other reason, the difference in the presentation mm-hmm. is, is so fucking out there. Um, so, okay. I want to say something real quick. Go for it. These All, the, all these, these uh, abbreviations for wrestling companies and stuff. Yeah. Of all the ones that piss me off the most, AEW is, is is up there for me, and here's why. Okay. Because it requires it either requires slurring or a glottal because it's AEW. A glottal? Yeah, that's when you it the the, the little break in between vowels. AEW. The I've the never little, heard that word in my life. That's what it is. Oh, okay. I fucking hate that. Learn something new. Or you just go AEW. What, what is that? I you know, know what I mean. Me and my friends used to like pronounce. That's just uh, I don't know why. That's we used to pronounce uh, different uh, indies as if their abbreviations were a word. Okay. So like UWC was uke, and then, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I love that. Uh, I we once did. Uh, there was Illinois Championship Alliance Wrestling that we did several shows for, and we just called it ICAW. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um, yeah, today I learned what a glob is. I-W-A-U. I-W-A-U. Yep. Yeah, I've heard you call it I-W-A-U. That just sunk in to become the fucking vernacular. Yeah. Um, I love that. Fucking. But somehow, I Mid-South was never anything but Mid-South. Very rarely I ever even called it I-W-A. It was always just Mid-South or Ian. I love how you can't. Michael Cole, even Michael Cole would say I-W-A. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no one says I-W-A. I have finished the Mountain Dew. That was are, okay. you, are you going to go get another can? Yeah, here in just a second. No, that was a that was an okay beverage. I don't know if I could drink more than one of those. Yeah? There's something about it that, like, I think it's just because it's so uh, soda-y. Soda-esque, yeah. if you will. Soda-esque. Yeah. I don't... Man, I used to drink so... We're back on soda. Uh, I used to drink so much fucking soda, and now it's... I'll have a Pepsi at home when I'm having popcorn, watching a movie, because it makes me feel like I'm in the theater. Yeah. I'll have a fountain drink, obviously, when I'm in the theater. 
And every so often, like, I usually have a tumbler in my car for work that I usually fill with water so I can just stay hydrated. Drink your water, kids. Every so often, I'll be like, today's a Pepsi day, and I'll just down tumblers of Pepsi for hours. But I used to I used to drink just cans a day, two liters a day, yeah. every fucking day. Probably just did irreparable damage to my kidneys. But <laughs> Got to. Got to. Uh, I'm still upkeeping on my drinking water before I drink an energy drink thing. That's good. So it's I'm at good. least having one bottle of water a day, which is more than... I just... I, fucking water kind of blows. It's... Man, like... <laughs> I I don't... Sometimes I don't want it, and it's never something where I'm like, Oh, fuck yeah, water. But yeah. it's just a thing where I know that it's good for me. It does... Typically quench my thirst very immediately. Yeah. And if I'm in my car, specifically for work, I can just take sips, not fucking notice what I'm actually drinking, and just be like, okay, cool, I'm good. Uh, I've That's kind of where I'm at, too. Uh, Braden can see it. You guys uh, listening can't. I have dragged even more gym equipment down here. Yeah. Uh, I did notice that. Wow. <laughs> uh, because now I'm just at the point of I, if I'm going to work out before I go to work, and I want to go to an actual gym, I have to get up an hour earlier than I already do. Yeah. Nope. I, yeah. I, not worth it. So, like, now part of my morning routine is I come down here with a large mug of coffee yeah. and a half-gallon jug of water, and I drink coffee for cardio, and then I work out in the basement and drink Sometimes a half gallon of water before I even leave the house. I've been drinking more coffee lately. Uh, technically French vanilla, but still, whatever. It's I the coffee concentrate coffee. St- I, stuff that I think I've talked about on here. Before. You did, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. I fucking love coffee. Yeah. Like daily, daily. I had one day recently where I had no coffee. Like I just got up and went to work. What did you say? You, Wanted did to you die. S- did you tweet something about coffee creamer earlier or at some point? Oh yeah, yeah. What did you say? Creamer in coffee is good in small doses. See, <laughs> uh, brother, I'm dumping that shit in there. I hate the taste of coffee. Mask it sure. as much as possible. I think that, like, so, like, I used to do that when I first started drinking coffee. I'd fucking lighten it the fuck up. But uh, for me, I just got to that point where I was like, I need this caffeine to hit me. But I, I just don't normally like the taste of black coffee. I actually prefer putting milk in my in my coffee. Milk's fine, yeah. To creamer. Oh, man, dude, at one point I was doing the, the keto diet. Yeah. Uh, finding keto-friendly creamer was a bit of a challenge, so I did some research. Uh, butter. Butter in coffee. Now, that sounds disgusting. I guarantee you somebody's listening to this right now, and they're just retching. Got to tell you, ain't bad. Okay. It really ain't. It, do, it even looks gross. <laughs> but Well, because there's a film of butter on top of your yeah, fucking coffee. But enough. pretty fucking good. Not something I would do unless I was back on that diet. But, yeah. you know, it was totally acceptable. Uh, I think I like milk better because when I, when I put... Because I leave so much room Yeah, that, that <laughs> if I put the equivalent amount of creamer that I want, then, that, then the milk does. You know what I mean? Because, like, the certain level of balancing that the milk does, yeah. if I put that same level of creamer in there, I can taste how thick it is. Yeah, it see, really that's, upsets me. That's what, 
That's where I have to like dial it back on yeah. the creamer and whatnot and the different fucking ads. That's why I prefer milk. But anyway, enough of that talk. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Coffee Talk. Um, we, do we have anything else to cover here as far as the other I got goes? nothing. I got because nothing. Because we're already 50 minutes in. Let's fucking go. Let's talk about this shit. Are we going to start doing the review review thing where it's the top of the hour? No. Absolutely not. Why not? Is it because it's their thing? I mean, yeah. Well, WWE stole from WCW all the time back in the day. They did, and they actually made fun of WCW for stealing from them. Have you ever seen the fucking the Nacho Man and the Huckster vignettes? Yeah. Holy shit. Insane. That's something that, like, whenever people talk about, like, oh, so-and-so took a shot at so-and-so, blah, 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 and I'm like... Y'all motherfuckers realize this has always been it's there. It's always been a thing. It's always going to be a thing. And I don't know why people can't just, like, I don't know, enjoy it if you think it's good, don't like it if you think it's bad, but, like, it's, why would it not be a thing? Also, if we could do, find... Do you think, do you think that AEW does it too much? I think that because WWE hasn't done it in so long... Partially because they were the only game in town, but yeah. also because now that's just their fucking modus operandi, right? Like, they don't fucking do it anymore. Yeah. I think that's the fucking issue. Okay. The the occasional times where they do take a dig at AEW, people are like, oh! And it's because they don't do it very often. Do Less I think, is more, brother. No, I, I, I agree. I, I They're working agree. the audience. That's why. I kind of <laughs> wish they would do it more, though. Like... Yeah. I just, I don't know, I think stuff like that's funny. Or not funny. If for no other reason than you and I both share this sentiment. Always have. Wrestling companies acknowledging outside wrestling companies. Ooh, we're going to talk it's about that so on the course good. of this fucking main event, too. Mate. Big time. I lost my fucking mind. Um, no, it is good. And speaking of that, if I could ever find a full copy of it, there was a joint show in 1990. This is going to blow your fucking mind. Speaking of joint. Boom. I don't I don't have one, but I have my pen. It'll suffice. And I've always heard about this show, but I've I've seen clips from it, but I've never seen the actual, you know, whatever. 1990, All Japan, New Japan, and WWF ran a joint show with dream matches and shit in Tokyo. Unbelievable. I would love to be able to find a copy of that somewhere and watch it and review it. I'm pretty sure... Big time. I'm not positive. I think it was Bret Hart versus Masawa. Or maybe they were in a tag. But I'm pretty sure that was like... Wow. One of the fucking... Holy shit, I can't believe this happened or was allowed What to year happen. was this? 1990. Okay. So this would have been like young upstart, usually tag specialist Bret Hart against... Arguably first prime Masawa. Okay. I'm, I may be getting that wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it, that match was. Because I remember finding that nugget of trivia at some point, and I was like, holy shit. Um, yeah. Can't believe that that happened. Imagine anything even remotely close to that happening now. God, that'd be unbelievable. Like, the closest thing that we got would have been, like, Forbidden Door this year. Yeah. And that's still a long fucking stretch, you know? Yeah, because there's only a couple WWE... Quote WWE guys mm-hmm. that were there, mm-hmm. Jericho and Jericho Claudio's debut. Yeah, uh, Mox. I mean, if that's yeah, the way you yeah. want to look at it, yeah. At this point, he might. I don't know. He's pretty Mox, solidified as Mox's run in AEW is better than his run in the Fed. Oh, I'll never argue that. Yeah, I, that's ne- that's never, one where it's like I bit. said that thinking that that was a hot take, and as it was coming out of my mouth, it was like. 
Now I'm pretty sure this is just an accepted fact. Yeah, yeah. I'll never argue that. But is he still more well known as Dean Ambrose? I it's think it's hard to say. I think in another I think give it another year, people yeah. are gonna be like, Oh yeah, he was Dean Ambrose. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, okay. I, I think that we're in that like tipping point right now. Big time. But Alright, so let's can, talk about this fucking go yep. first. You. Can I please go upstairs and grab my drink? I didn't think I'm. Go- I would saw through oh, that shit. can, but I yeah, did. By all means. So you I, have to I'm vamp. gonna fucking vamp. Ow, ow. Uh, let's see what to talk about. You oh, can just introduce the show. Yeah, I could do that. Introduction. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Survivor Series 2022. So here's one of the things that I want to mention off the off the bat. I got to get this out of the way. I had a great Saturday, guys. Got a good night's sleep. Got up, spent the day with the missus, went to the gym, had a killer workout. Come home, it's 2.30 in the afternoon, I cooked lamb chops, I'm in a fucking mood to watch a pay-per-view, and I started drinking, and I started smoking, and I started drinking and smoking a lot. Oh, no. So, by the ending of this pay-per-view, even though it did not go that late into the evening, I was borderline blacked out. <laughs> I have not rewatched any of it. I have not gone back to my notes until this moment. Oh, no. So, there's stuff I'm going to remember, there's stuff I'm going to need help on, and I can't wait to try to read these things. Because I bet by the end of this, it looks like like when you would see like an elephant draw something in a zoo or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a specific thing. You know exactly what I'm talking about. There's yeah. a, a, like a dip at the beginning, almost like it's a nine, and then just a line. People are like, it's art. Bobo, you made art. <laughs> All right, so... Pre-show notes. Rhea and Dom kill Rey Mysterio. They filmed this or put this out rather on Thanksgiving. Uh, love it. Yeah. Great. I love that angle. Is Dominic Mysterio the biggest heel in wrestling right now? He, what? <laughs> Is Dominic Mysterio the biggest heel in wrestling right now? By technicality, he might be. You know what I think is weird? I think he's getting that like Vicky Guerrero heat. Okay. Remember how Vicky would just get massively booed for doing the excuse me yeah. shtick? She, I love Vicky Guerrero now, but like she wasn't technically good back then. People just didn't fucking like her, and I think yeah. that's where Dominic is now. Maybe. I don't think that Dominic <coughs> there are, is good. There are certain things, though, where that he's doing, and I'm like, hmm... He's he's really going for Eddie Guerrero right now. The mullet. Well, that that too, but I yeah. mean like mannerisms and, okay. like, and facial expressions. Okay. I'm like he's really going for that like Well, I mean if you got to steal from Guerrero somebody. in China. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which awesome. He should Dom, absolutely Dom, Dom absolutely and Rhea together is money. I love it. This is also like the 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 I'm your mommy shirt. Uh-huh. I want one. <laughs> I love how like Talk about wrestling shirts being good again. Maybe that's a thing that'll come back. Oh, we could only fucking hope. I love the Bloodline shirts and stuff. I brought this up last night. Miz has never had good merch. <laughs> ever. He's on fucking Raw last night wearing a shirt that says, Hello, my name is My Balls Are Awesome or something on it. My balls are massive. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's on a name tag. Yeah. Your name is My Balls Are Massive? Yeah. And then on the back it just says, It's a thing. I don't think the phrase "it's a thing" is a thing anymore. I don't know. I, it's baffling. He's never had a good T-shirt. Um, let's see. A couple quick notes on the pre-show. Booker sucks. Um, okay, 
You have you watched the pre-show. I watched like the last 10, maybe 15 minutes of the pre-show because I thought there was going to be a match on it. Turns out there wasn't. No, why would there ever be? Well, that's what it, I don't know, used to be a thing. Um, I don't know, maybe that maybe that's a thing that'll come back. With I've got, H. I have one mention of him because this was a good joke and then I, I don't want to fucking talk about it because it, it takes you to a fucking place that I don't like seeing you go to. Lawler had a very, very good joke about Ray in regards to the the Rhea and, and Dom home invasion thing. Okay. Where he said, it's important to remember, though, that Ray Mysterio only had kids, so he'd have someone to look up to. That's a good joke. It, it ju- God. Yeah, I guess. That is. I popped. I popped. That's um, good. I'll give him that. Uh, let's see. They hype up the Iron Survivor match that's debuting it in NXT. Have we talked about that on here? Uh, I think we talked about it last week on the Patreon. Okay. Okay. It's five minute intervals. Yeah. Penalty it's so box. Weird. It's a, oh, we did talk about it on here because I said the penalty box was the step too far. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Maybe we'll review that. So let's talk. War games. Okay. Before we even get to the fucking start of the show. I don't like these matches. In fact, I actively dislike them. Really? I really, really don't like them. And there's one thing about them that my dislike gets traced back to. Hmm. It is the rule of... The match doesn't officially start until everyone's in. You can't win until everyone's in. Why do anything... Let's say you and me are on opposite sides, right? And we're the first two in. Hey, we can't win this match for like 20 minutes. So why don't you just stand over there and I'll stand over here. And we're going to wait until our fucking teams are in that's and then we'll fucking because fight. Because that's stupid. No, what's stupid no, is fighting no. each other when you can't fucking win. There's no there's no point to it. You can take people it. out of play before the match can even start. That has never happened. You can happened. take people out. You can though. That's what they're trying to do, but that's why I hate it. You just don't understand the psychology of it, brother. <laughs> no, I don't understand doing shit when there's no possible outcome of it. Like, why, would you? Oh, I'm going to okay, beat well, you so you, badly that you're just going to be dead for the next thirty fucking minutes until the could, last guy comes. I, don't know, I know, know that's what they're doing. by by just like every five minutes, go over and everyone if it stops. Was, on if it was elimination, I would love it. I don't know if... That that wouldn't work. But then it's just basically the Elimination Chamber with teams. For me, this works. Oh, For right. me, it, it only works in the modern era. Because there are actually good matches. Oh, the those fucking, old those old ones are never, rough, man. Those are never. not cool. Um, but, dude, I love that there, it, the fight is... Let our team maintain control... The whole time, regardless of if there's a three-on-two advantage, let's try to... I like that. I can and see then, your point, I guess. By the, the way, I did not, I like I did not expect only, to hear this from you. I thought you, thing, I thought you would dislike him, too. No, the only thing I don't like about this, hmm. necessarily, is that every single one of the matches has the whole 5v5 stare down... In the ring. Oh god! You don't have we, to. We do that. got. We got to get that B-roll. You don't baby. have to do that. We got to get you this really footage. Don't. We got to get this footage for next year's like, live video. You can have the. I love the announcement of "Let the war games begin." Sure. I love that when the when the final person finally gets in there. 
You don't have to. You don't have to have a stare down. In fact, please don't. don't. Yeah. Be more creative. I, I assure you that's something that they are told to do, so that then they can. They've got that fucking thumbnail. They've got that clip. You know, whatever. Um. Yeah. Fucking Ozzy Osbourne, mate, alive. He is seventy three years old. Is he for real? Yeah. I looked it up today. See, okay, I thought he was like eighty nine. Dude. Based on the last time that I saw him where he <laughs> looked twenty years older than he did in this video. I saw yeah. him in this video and I was like, Ozzy doesn't look so bad here. They must have really fucking gussied him up or something. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was he's seventy three. Yeah. Holy shit. And that shit. motherfucker has a new album out. Really? They plug it on the on the later I didn't on, even the, catch on the show. That. I didn't catch that at all. Blew my fucking mind. The uh New Metallica album's out. Ninth or something out. something uh, I gotta look at I gotta look at what it's called. Their new song dropped yesterday and I really fucking like it. Uh so Fucking okay! I did like them using War Pigs for oh big time. Big time. I love that, that. That song fucking rules and great. They they synced it up with the video packages really well. Like, oh, patient number nine. That's what it is. Hmm. That's so that's okay. So the Osbournes would have been popular in like the late nineties, early aughts. Yeah. So let's just round it and say, for the sake of easy math, twenty. So he was. 53 at the course of that show and he looked 75 then someone has been into my room and taken my beers away from my room the fucking monkeys i can't do ours who who put a fucking balloon in the trash (laughs) burst the fucking thing that's an actual quote and it makes me laugh so fucking hard i don't know why him saying burst the thing uh, okay. So. Oh, my, I just looked. I forgot about this. My second note is Ozzy can't be alive. <laughs> uh, our dear friend Bailey had said he had the theory that Ozzy is dead. It's just that the high he was on when he died is like fueling him still. Yeah. Like yeah. a ghost possessing a body. Um, so, okay. Uh, I. We, we talked a lot about this type of shit earlier, but I, I made a note of a Booker's influence on the product. You can see, like, yeah. Triple H loves him some old classic NWA Jim Crockett style promotions. War Games was their fucking baby. Yeah. Um, he wanted to bring it back, like, in the early aughts, and Vince said no, and that's how they ended up coming up with the Elimination Chamber. Mm. Okay. Um, and then, obviously, he brought it back for NXT, and then now that he's in charge, months later, it's on the main roster, so... yeah. I but know. I like that. I, I, do I like that better for this than what Survivor Series was. Survivor Series is just being Team Red versus Team Blue for the past fucking seven years was dog shit. The only time I really liked it, which you have to jump a hurdle to like it, but sure. I was willing to, is um, when they would do the invasion stuff. Like yeah. from, from the SmackDown invaders coming in to beat up. Some, sure. I liked that. That was kind of cool. You have to jump the hurdle of why the fuck would they care that much? Right. And also, like, whenever they would do the draft, like, two weeks before Survivor Series. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm on this show. I've been here for three weeks. I'm willing to fucking fight to the death for it. It's like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you know what would be a fun thing to do on the show sometime? Hmm. Bragging rights. Okay. Because I think they did it twice. 
I remember two different poster designs. So I think they did it twice. And the thing that I thought was so fucking stupid was that they did it about three or four weeks on either side of Survivor Series. So it's like, <laughs> okay, so this pay-per-view is main evented by a seven-on-seven match. Yeah. And it's called Bragging Rights, and it's Raw versus SmackDown. But in a couple weeks, we're going to have Survivor Series, where it's four-on-four matches. 5v5. Or 5v5, yeah. Yeah. They switched Um, to 5v5 at some point. I don't care to find out. Thankfully, this is not the teams of five strive to stay alive concept where the survivors go on to the finals. That can't happen anymore. Oh, no. That was was rough. Um, uh, I like... That they, at the beginning of this, talked about the history of the match. Yeah. They referenced it being in the NWA and Jim Crockett promotions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good. Thank you. They didn't read the rules, which I found hilarious. They just made you read them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, that popped me big. Here's the match rules, you dumb fucks. Hope read you it. Read. What did they do for the people in the audience? Presumably, I guess that's on the screen. I'm what trying. an asshole move. Everyone, crane your heads to one side. Fuck. Um, okay, so women's war games match opens the show. Babyface team: Bianca, Becky, Alexa, Oscar, Mia Yim. Hell of a team. Yeah, Mia Yim. Great that she's back. I forgot that that was yep. a thing. Fucking rules. Nobody on this team is bad at all. Speaking of, Bailey, Dakota, Io, Rhea, Nikki Cross. Great team. Yeah. Awesome fucking team. Glad to see the Nikki Cross is not this horseshit superhero gimmick anymore. Yeah. It was fucking dumb. I know it's something she wanted to do. Well, it was fucking dumb. <laughs> I know it's something team. she wanted to do. Well, it was fucking dumb. Teams had matching gear. Did you notice this? Um, The baby faces specifically. They all had, like, matching colors. Except for, like, Asuka, who only wears the same thing. Ever. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, I don't yeah. remember picking up on that. Can my phone stop? Probably not. Stop. Um, yeah, so Bianca and Dakota start. Dakota is like the workhorse in this match. Yeah? She's in for, a, well, obviously from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Takes a fuck ton of crazy shit. Yeah, she does. Um, her gear is a choice. Mm. It's some sort of weird loose... The chaps? Yeah. Over her already normal gear? I, I was confused. It was weird. It was weird. It's interesting. I said it'd be interesting. Sure, no. <laughs> um, Eo's out next. Um, I don't know what happened, but I just wrote down, botch. I have no idea. I, I don't know. I think, okay, you want me to save this match? Go for it. Here's what I would do for this match. Because I think it would get the psychology over better because it would be easier to digest. Okay. Three minutes start. Minute 30 intervals. Not five minutes. Oh, yeah. Three yeah, minute yeah. intervals. Yeah. Let's cut that in half. Well, that, that's something else that I wanted to, like, I was going to mention in the men's, but it applies here. It's the, like, I've talked about it before. It's the NASCAR syndrome. Yeah. Okay, well, I can get up and go to the bathroom right now. I'm not going to miss anything because the match can't end until whatever, and I've got 20 fucking minutes until that happens. Yeah. Um, EO Sky fucking rules. Yeah. She's so good. Big time. Um, her and Asuka had a great exchange in this. Loved I, it. I wrote down a note here. I don't know what happened, but I wrote down a note here as a British person. Mm. So I'm going to read this as I wrote it. Bit sloppy this, isn't it? Yeah. 
lot, a lot in this whole fucking match is. And then fucking after that, it's Nikki, then Alexa. I noticed that they now have these convenient platforms in the corners of the cage, specifically probably for dives. Guess what? Somebody does a dive. It's Nikki Cross, guys. She does a dive. Yeah. Doesn't um, she do a Nikki Cross body? Oh, <laughs> I oh I'm god! Sorry. I actually wrote down Cross Body Dash. Get it? Uh, <laughs> oh, this is what it was. The heels all had some sort of face paint on, and the baby oh, okay. faces had yeah. matching color in their uh, gears. In their gears. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> How many thousand dollar pairs of gears? <laughs> you you matching- spend more money on your gear, you should be world champion. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The Fucking... Wiley Coyote cam is back. Have you noticed this? They had it on this show. Oh, I didn't catch that. It's fucking awesome. Like, it's yeah. straight over the head. I always love it in ladder matches. I also love that we just call it the Wiley Coyote cam. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I hope that that stays. Seriously, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really hope that stays. For sure. If you, To go back to your question from earlier, if, you, if I had anything to say to Triple H, I would say... Keep the Wiley Coyote. Use game. it in normal matches. <laughs> Just every so often, cut to a shot from straight above. Maybe I'm if not, there's a I'm superplex. I don't know. I am not opposed <laughs> to seeing a superplex from the Wiley Coyote cam. Make it a little fish-eyed, Hunter. <laughs> you're, I know you're listening. A little bit. Not too much. Don't get carried away with the fish-eye. Uh, I made a note here that Bailey is spelled with three C's. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thick 30, motherfuckers. There are no words. Yeah. So, there. I, I wrote down, oh, I don't there's remember a, what exactly go ahead, go it ahead. was. I think yeah. it's with the history of like the people involved uh-huh. here, but like there's very smart psychology with mm-hmm. who is being released when. Yes. With, I, I with like this it. match. Like, specific, like they had Nikki and Alexa back-to-back. They yeah. were tag champs, all this other shit. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, really cool spot with the table at the the space in between the rings. Yeah, where somebody was pinned. Like they ran the table along the Bianca. Gotcha. Was okay. pinned um, against the end. The the mm-hmm. basically where the turnbuckle posts are. Yeah. Oh, I think it was Mia Yim did a a suicide dive from one ring into the other, like <laughs> through the ropes. So it ended up I being almost like a fucking that. like a spear or a tackle on whoever she hit. But Amazing. I was like, that was fucking very cool and also very impressive to go through two sets of ropes like that. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Wild. Wild shit. Wild. Wild Wild. Stuff. Wild, wild stuff. Wild, wild stuff. I've been watching You can't lot. hit. <laughs> he can hit. <laughs> Which is also why he can't hit. <laughs> he can't hit. <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, I love... I've been watching a lot of I Think You Should Leave lately. I gotta get back to it. Revisiting it. I... Committed so much of it to memory, and then like anytime if you have a conversation with Chaw about anything, that's that's all that there is. I love it. Yeah. Um, fucking. Uh, let's see. Rhea was next. That's what I wrote down, and then she just smashes everyone. Just just wrecks people. Yeah. She, I okay. I've talked about it on here before. It's worth noting. Them rehabbing the Judgment Day as a group from a complete fucking failure into a very well-featured and overact every yeah. week on TV is amazing. Yeah, big time. Um, yeah. what? It's just, what a weird way to start that group. 
Yeah. All right, we're a group. Well, we're kicking you out now. Oh, right. what? This what? dark and mysterious group where for some reason in my promos I troll your local sports teams. We're kicking you out. What? Yeah, we're not really that dark and mysterious. We just wear a lot of black. <laughs> yeah. They're not fucking supernatural or anything. They're just fucking dickheads yeah. that wear black and have here's Alter Bridge as their theme music. Yeah, yeah. I'll save that, what I was about to say, for later, because I have it written down specifically. But we'll come back to that. Back to this uh, yes. This match. I did write down that this is well-structured. Yes. And to have Becky outlast, as she is just coming back from injury. She's a huge fucking star. Cool. Great. Uh, let's so, see. Go ahead. Rhea Ripley has um, her submission, or like Cloverleaf submission yeah. thing in. On Condo someone. clutch, yeah. And Io runs the ropes a million times. Yeah. And then <laughs> Cole says, Io Sky, not sure what she's doing here. Corey says, cardio. <laughs> <laughs> and then she hits that drop kick. Right. Stop doing that. If you're a wrestler, please stop doing that. Connor, yeah. please stop doing yeah. that. Yeah. It's not over. Or good. Uh, fuck. It makes me flinch like four times when I'm like snap mare down and Connor's running behind me and I don't know when. I'm like, oh, no, nothing. Oh, no. every time. Makes me sleep. And um, eventually I'm just like sat there wondering when I'm. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> He's mercilessly trolling Connor. Um, Asuka does the mist at one point to Rhea. And then she is down for what I thought was an, a fucking hour. Yeah. This match, by the way, if I got a, if I got a bitch about something, this is way too fucking long. Really? It, it's an hour. Really? The entrances oh, okay. and everything. like Yeah, the, the entrances. This is a third or more of the fucking entire show is this match. Yeah. I think somebody said it was like the 54-minute mark when it ends. And I'm like, you know what? I'm calling that an hour. Because by the time that they get everybody out of there, raise the cages up, go on to the next fucking bit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's what I'm saying. The intervals. Three minute start. Yeah. Minute 30 intervals. Uh, I think it's the 95 Rumble has 60 second intervals. The one? I, the 95. Okay. It's the, it's the one that Sean wins where they do the whole like, only one of Sean Michaels' feet touch the floor. I just learned this recently, and evidently it's because going into it, Vince looked at the roster and was like, this is going to suck if we make people watch it for an hour. <laughs> Let's just fucking you cut it You should have done that up until 2000. There's some of those rumbles where they just don't give a fuck about the intervals. Yeah. Like, I think it's 99, maybe, is very bad. It's a very bad rumble. Maybe it's 99. Um, there are some of the intervals that are 45 seconds and some that are like three and a half minutes. Because it's this is the Vince Russo era or whatever. Yeah. So there's like angles being happen or happening in between the fucking entrance. Is that when... Like, Taker like, abducts somebody. What? Like, yeah. Like, you sure that's fun. not 98? Did we cover 98? I don't think so. It's it's one or the other. I think I feel like 98 was when Taker was abducting people. Because I feel like 99 was the one that had the Mean Street Posse running 100 times. 
that's that 2000. Later? That's really? 2000. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. I don't, I don't know. Um, either way, back to this shit. Uh, there's handcuffs involved in this at one point? With yeah. Alexa and Nikki? Oh, I have a note here. Hmm. Why... I have three bars of LTE while watching this. Okay. Why is it potato quality? <laughs> They're shooting in the most immaculate cameras that yeah. you could possibly shoot at anymore. True. I don't know. It's just, it's annoying. Um, they teased the Tower of Doom but didn't do it. Which was yeah. really weird to me. I was like, what a... <sighs> because why, why tease it? And also, again, guys, we got to get that B-roll. We need this footage. That would have been an unbelievable Tower of Doom. And they would have used that clip for the next 30 fucking years. Yeah. I was, that, it was just odd to me. Uh, let's see. Rhea comes back from the dead after being fucking misted. Um, so, I like, okay, here's something I'll say. I like Becky Lynch using the rock bottom hmm. as a move. like Because I, sure. I don't know. I just, I like it. Why not? Um, I'm not a big Becky Lynch fan. Fair enough. But uh, I used to be more I think of a we've fan talked about that. of her. I think we've talked about that on here. I used to be more of a fan of her, honestly. Yeah. So what about this finish, though? It's kind of um, wild. Yeah, I... It, I, I wrote down dope, painful finish. Yeah. So, um, I think it's Dakota and EO are on a table. Becky comes off the top with what can loosely be called a leg drop, but is more of an avalanche sit. And yeah, yeah. puts them through. God. Somebody gets pinned. There you go. Baby faces prevail. All right. Cool. Not what I sus- expected, honestly. I would have thought Bianca would have gotten the fucking pin because of the way that she's been promoted and protected and everything else as champion. But I understand Becky's coming back. Yeah. She is a huge star. She's a draw. And it doesn't hurt Bianca by not... Right, she's not losing. She's just not... And Oh, wait, she gives fucking Bailey the fucking uh, kiss of death into the side of the cage. That's what it was. was Something. Could have... It was pretty lame, honestly. <laughs> I, I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know. It I wouldn't take there's it There's no well. way to do no. that and make it look good. And I just thought it kind of looked like what it was. Just, I'm going to dump you into the side of the cage. You just ping pong between the ropes and yeah. lay down on the apron. Earlier, she, I think she did a power bomb into the cage. And it looked fucking unbelievable. It looked right. grisly as shit. Why not do that again? <laughs> that was way cooler. Um, Next! Alexa looks very unhappy when when celebrating, and I don't know why. Um, But she's, like, honestly almost taking away from the visual. Well, there seems to be a reason for this. So, I mentioned earlier that I watched a bit of Raw. Okay. Uh, This seems to be a thing that they're doing with her character. I don't know if it ties... A few weeks ago on Raw, on her entrance, the Bray Wyatt moth thing flashed on the screen and then went away. This week they're doing this backstage interview and it's Asuka, Alexa, and Bianca. And the whole time Alexa is just kind of like not paying attention. Almost has like resting bitch face. Mm. Asuka puts everybody over. Bianca's like, yeah, you know, we're beat up but we won everything. And then finally they're like, Alexa? And she just kind of goes like, uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, Bianca, you did great. 
Becky's real good too. And I was like, okay, so I, there's there's a reason okay. for this. Like, it's okay. I don't know where it's going, but it's it's going somewhere. Um, yeah, I like I like that there's stuff like that too. That there's like a thread little, that ties tiny things together. Things no, I agree. That, Big time. that bleed into something else. Yeah. Because um, that was something that was lost. Big time. Like, and then there's a hype video for Lesnar. Is there? I yeah. Don't remember. I don't have a note on that. Played a fucking hype video for Lesnar. Love that. All right, cool. Um, promo with Roman and Jay. Real good. This is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, on SmackDown, Kevin Owens ends up talking to Sami Zayn. Talking to Sami Zayn, Jay Uso is able to hear this in a very cartoonish fashion, but yeah. I, I get it. It's for the purposes of the show. Yeah. Which you're, yeah, I'm willing to go there with you. Yeah. Like, but I'm willing to go that he has halfway cracked this door open and you can see his face and that he's listening. Right. And that Sammy Zayn and, and Kevin Owens both notice no, this. Yeah. I'm willing to go there with you sure. because they're engrossed in their conversation. Why not? Who knows? But the fact that this is on television and that Sammy then lies about it and then it's like, the whole world saw you lie about it. Oos. But that like, plays into the I know, the I know. Thing. But it's, you know. Which wouldn't happen I'm just saying, then. Play, pick a fucking side. Uh, anyways, yeah, go on. So... Um, they play something. He accidentally fucked up them. What did he? He said something had got fucked up because of Kevin Owens or whatever. So they're already already right. mistrusting him. Right. And now they see him talking to Kevin Owens. Right. And now they're already like they're major mistrusting him. Yeah. Uh. So Jay talks to Roman about Sammy, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'll I'll get it sorted out." Yeah. He's like, "Wise man." Right. Get me Sami Zayn. Or something I love like that. that that's it, and he just pulls out his phone. He's like, "Yes, my tribal chief." Mm-hmm. Paul is so good in this role. Like, it's a completely different Paul Heyman than the than the one that was with Brock Lesnar, right? By with, but but he's still the same person. You I liked how like Heyman with person. Lesnar was always puffed up and yelling and whatnot because he had Brock to fight for him. But this Heyman is very quiet and reserved because I think he's more scared of Roman. Yeah. Like, he was never afraid of Brock. Yeah. He was just always like, I'll say whatever the fuck I want, and this guy will ruin you if I say so. Yeah. And with Roman, he doesn't have that level of control. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's the, a big difference. But I like that. So then he, he, he literally, I love that they show this. Yeah. Paul Heyman goes, call Sami Zayn. Into his, into his, into his Did he even phone. say Siri? Call Sami Zayn? No, no, I think he just holds the button or oh, something. Oh, man. Because are, are if you hold the side button or something right. like that, the Siri will pop up. But, like, I love that they show him just going, Siri. Or, you don't even, yeah. No, he doesn't say that. Call Sami Zayn. I love that. And then they cut That's away. So good. But Roman is so good. The way This is what I noted here. Like, the way that they're that he's carrying himself. Mm-hmm. He's like a mob boss, dude. Yeah, I, that's the original inspiration for the character. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Um, and here I had an inspiration. Hmm. Because, okay, so we've always talked about, like, where does this story lead? Yeah. A lot of people think it's Kevin and Sami Zayn taking the belts off the Usos. I think that's a great idea. And if they go that route, here's how I would do it. 
So you inevitably build to have the bloodline kick out Sami Zayn. Yeah. I would do it at Royal Rumble. Okay. Because fucking that big shit happens at the pay-per-views. It sure does. And then you have that, that time to build... Um, because they've already... Uh, there's already whisperings of them doing... Roman versus Sammy at Elimination Chamber, which in, I wish in, in fucking, Montreal. I wish there fucking weren't whisperings of that. I wish we didn't know that yet. Yeah, I hate that. But, but like, at the same time, that's one where it's like, if you're watching the show and you know the story, and then you see that pay per view is happening in that city, you're gonna fucking plug that together. You yeah. know, like I, I think they'd be foolish not to do that there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go on. Um, I would have. So, of course, obviously, Roman beats Sami Zayn. I would have him beat Sami Zayn. Ultimate downer. Right. <laughs> um, and go on to Mania to do their whatever. I would then do the build of, let's go after the tag team championships. Like, he wants to get his hands on Jay, specifically. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, let's make that a running thread. Um, and he's turning to Kevin Owens, because, of course, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Kevin's like, man, I tried to tell you, like, right. you're fucked. Like, fuck you. And he's then Sami Zayn eventually is like, I'll do it myself then. Have a four-way fucking uh, tag match, whatever. Sami Zayn is by himself. Um, uh, so whatever, whatever, whatever. The match is great. Sami Zayn's holding on by a thread. He wins because Jay helps him. Okay. What the hell are you doing, Oos? WrestleMania's going to be a wash. Oh, two he's on in, one. He's by right. himself. Gotcha. Boom. You build that. You don't have Kevin Owens come out until halfway through the match. Yep. That's how I would specifically do it. That's not bad. That's not bad at I all. I would... I, like, Sami Zayn is trying. They, they do the one-two pull-up. Right. Like, he's fucked. But then yeah. Kevin Owens comes out. It, it, that's how I would do it. I fuck that. I think that'd be kind of dope. That ain't bad. Uh, so then, after that, though, we've got AJ versus Finn Balor, which I somehow fucked up and wrote down as Finn versus Balor. Um, wait, what? I, I wrote down Finn versus Balor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's amazing. So, I mean, we could talk about these two all fucking day, but there's a few things I got to get out of here. <coughs> One. I love that AJ finally got to wear his fucking mask. What is this? Because I'm unaware. I'm unaware. So he <coughs> had that mask made a few years ago, like several years ago actually, and wanted to wear it at Mania for the match specifically with Shinsuke. Mm. And Vince was like, no, pal. Um, he wore it for a few house shows in Japan. That was it. <laughs> uh, just something that he liked and wanted to wear for entrance gear. Hell yeah. So... He had kind of like um, like a very brief, almost like a bottom half of the face mask thing during the Bullet Club run that he had. Okay. That he wore a couple times. It was also pretty fucking badass. And if you Google like Google image search the fucking the mask that he wore for the Fed house shows, it's pretty fucking cool. I don't think it's the same one as this one, but it's it's pretty badass. Pretty badass. I love it. Um, Me Cole is giving. Amazing context for this feud. I'm like losing my shit over us. I think this is the biggest I popped on the whole card. How do you feel about Corey Graves on commentary? Meg hates him. Meg actively wishes harm upon him. Um, There was a time where I agree with her. I 
for me, he just falls into that boring fucking white guy category that I could lump him in. Okay. If I'm not seeing him specifically, he sounds like every other fucking person that whose name I can't remember. I the problem is that he just says shit that is inconsistent and dumb. Like, okay, traditionally, okay, so like the guys that would feel like the Lawler role, yeah. they would champion the heels and shit like yeah. that, right? Okay, fine. I understand you want to have that happening because it's that's a tried and true dynamic. Yeah. I Fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gorilla Monsoon always cheered on the baby faces. Ventura always made good points for the villains. Got it. Corey Graves goes back and forth on that shit, and that's what fucking bothers me. You think... I don't think he does. I think I know what you're talking about. I don't think he he does for me. I think it I, always told, catch I think him it's like, more of a he's giving props to like he he's he phrases it in a way that it's like you you can't discount that that was sure. I having said that, I think that he wanted, the, I honestly think he, he wants to be on commentary what Jesse Ventura was on commentary. Cuz Ventura always tried to fucking champion the heels but make good points while doing it. Okay. So whenever he'd be like, that was a slow count, Gorilla, and Gorilla Monsoon would be like, that was the same count that the ref counted for the other guy. He'd be like, well, as long as it's consistent. Like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, he's bitching because the heel's getting fucked over, but then he's trying to make it a good point. Yeah. I think that Corey Graves is trying to do that, but he's just not as good at it. Okay, fair enough. I don't really I don't care for this Corey shit. Graves. In fact, I thought he was pretty good on the show. I didn't. I didn't fucking catch a lot of the commentary on this. Like, Cole referencing New Japan and the Bullet Club Big and the time. IWGP title. Like, I, like, set up off the couch, like, fucking under. I was like, what the fuck? It's because he's allowed to. Yeah. It's amazing. The fact that they said... See... Just them saying Bullet Club. There was a time where I hated Corey Graves because I think he was being fed this storyline with because he was trying to put over Carmella or whatever the fuck. Oh, whatever. God. It was awful. Yeah. It, everyone hated it. Rightfully so. Yeah. When he's allowed to just do commentary, mm-hmm. I think he's good. Okay, that not might be fair. Superb, not mm-hmm. like otherworldly, not all timer, but I think he's good. And see, okay, so like going back to like what we talked about way at the beginning of the show, like the elite leaning into uh, shit. Yeah. And or and then based off of that, Roman not registering the crowd booing him. I would take this where they're like. Both men, huge successes in New Japan, former leaders of the Bullet Club, outside of these guys made their careers in the Far East and founded an important faction that we can't talk about. You know, like, because they did that. They did that for years. Yeah. Where they'd just be they, like, or they would say, a lot of history. history. Yep. yep. <laughs> and it's the thing where. I love how we both did the yup, right. too. And it, We're so Midwestern. And, like, okay, so, like, you know the history, I know the history, but what if you're a fan who doesn't know the history? It's just a lot of it. <laughs> cool. Like what? Michael Cole, Corey Graves, tell me something. You don't get to know that. You don't get to know that. <laughs> you only get to know WWE. Get the F out. Get the get the F out of here, Vince. I can't stand it. You're stinking up my basement. <laughs> what? I can smell your liver spots. Oh, uh, that's horrifying. <laughs> What are we doing? Uh, fucking stink. It smell like Werther's Originals and cigars. Um, I like Werther's Originals. You fucking would. Are you serious? Honestly, I don't know if I've ever even had a Werther's Original. They're they're neat. Fuck you. They're neat. <laughs> I don't know. They're neat. I don't goddamn know. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. The note I was gonna say earlier, but yes. I wanted to save it. Balor needs to wear trunks, knee pads, and kickers. 
We can't have these pants. Yeah, I don't care for them. Especially because the, the they're just plain shoes. black. I like the color scheme. Black and purple will always sure, work. But it's just black pants with a purple sash, right? With a purple what? Sash. It's like there's a little like Jeff Hardy towel from the back. Yeah. Which I don't even think that's a pocket. That's it's a... just sewn on to look uh-huh. like it's from the pocket. Just wear your trunks. Yeah. I, I, yeah. With the little triangle on, on the side or whatever the hell it is. Did you ever see his stuff from like way back when when he was Prince Prince Devitt and it said dangerous on the back of the trunks, but it was like D A N G E R O U S, like three better by three. It was I pretty, didn't. pretty cool. Oh, they they referenced the uh, Balor being in the tag team Apollo fifty five. That was the other thing where I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that's I, a deep pull even for me. Like, like I don't know that you wouldn't. <laughs> You wouldn't. No, I'm saying like that was from like 2011, like that was pre Bullet Club. Yeah. Shit. Like. Mm. I love it when we take a drink at the exact same yeah. time, so there's no one to fill the silence. Nothing. So you just have to go. Mm. Nope. <laughs> I love uh, it. This. So, okay, I, this... I like this match. It was not what I expected, but I slower but I pace like than it. I thought it would be. First thing I wrote down: slower pace. Yeah. But I also think that because they're coming off of. The madness that was the opening War Games match that had tables and craziness and yeah. handcuffs and dives. and At one point, something, 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 AJ takes off for the ropes. Or, no, Finn takes off for the ropes yeah. or whatever. I think he, I think AJ's making a comeback or whatever. Uh-huh. He whips him off for the ropes. Goes for a hip toss and Finn Balor just blocks it into an ab stretch. Yeah. But like the way that it was done, I was like, oh, that was kind of neat. Yep. Dug it. Um, this was very good. They did a, a cool Pele on Pele kick exchange at one point that I liked. Yeah. Um, I'll always pop for a Pele on Pele. Pele on Pele. Who's do you like better? Because Ballard just kind of does like a back bump and throws it almost like a bicycle kick. Yeah. Whereas AJ's doing, in essence, a back flip. Um... I think I prefer AJ's. I do I think too. I just prefer a backflip kick. You know who yeah. has the best one of those on the planet? Hmm. Matt Fitchett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just, it's Motherfucker so good. hit me with that a few months ago. How'd it feel? Not great. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, I couldn't tell if the crowd liked this match or not. I noticed that on a lot of this show, honestly. Like, they didn't seem as up for things as I thought they would be. Maybe I thought they were a little tired after what they just saw. I don't know. But, I don't know. Maybe. I don't um, know. Um, I never, I never want to see anyone who is smaller than Brock Lesnar. Do that counter to the cat Do that counter to the cat. Yeah. Yeah, never. Yeah, I agree. Didn't like it. Uh, this match, to me, it's just slick. Everything is very smooth. Yeah. Everything is very... It's crisp. It's clean. And then... Um, it's just not what I expected. I expected a little bit more... I, I guess I expected a little bit more, but I don't know. My last note on this just says, this is good, but it never got into fifth gear. That's exactly... I, Dude, I like It, it I just felt that. like they were building and building and building, and then stopped. So I don't know... Yeah. The finish was really out of nowhere. Yeah. Just... AJ gets Bando to the apron, pops him, springboard forearm, finish. 
Yeah. And it was one of those things where I was like, did something happen? Did this something get cut for time? Like, I don't know. Nobody's hurt. They were both on Raw. It's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was just kind of odd. Um, I wonder if this is building to... Well, I don't know. I was thinking, what about for Mania? But I don't... That's a long, That's a way, long away. way away. Yeah, but they did have a commercial for Mania during this. I sure. Was like, what? You had a commercial for Rumble earlier in the show. Love it. It's actually uh, after this, directly after this, they had a Rumble commercial. Okay, so now we got to talk about one that's. We, this has set the internet on the fire. Go ahead. Can I say one thing first? Sure. Um. Well, a couple things first. Um, the, they play this commercial for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I got immediately hyped. And I imme- I realized this is going to be the first Triple H Rumble. Right. Of all the major four that we've covered in right. the Triple H era, this is the number one on one I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to this more than I am the first Triple H Mania. The Rumble this past year was not a good Rumble. Eh. It yeah. was it was not good. I, so I, I'm very interested to see what he can do with this. I, I still think it's crazy that we have not yet really scratched the surface on what you can do with the Rumble, and it's been around for over 30 fucking years. There's so much creatively left that you can do with it. Yeah. Um, we've got one coming up for Dreamwave. Folks, get your fucking tickets. Also, you know what? We'll plug it later at the end of the show. Um, yeah, so... Anyway, so this next match, though, which is just... Brought the internet to its collective knees. Ronda versus Shotzi. Yeah. I I have a lot to say. I am going to choose my words carefully. I think that Ronda... Ronda is still a star. She (laughs) is not the star that she... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I disagree. How, let me finish. She is not the star that she was even just a few years ago. The term that I have seen yeah. is the rose has come off the bloom yeah. or whatever. The the charm is worn off. Having Big said time. that, I think that her position at the top of the fucking SmackDown women's division is fine, especially when you look at the rest of the SmackDown women's roster, which I guess honestly could be anybody, really. Is she what she was when she first came in? Not even fucking close. Not even fucking close. Like, the 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 allure of her coming in from the UFC is gone. Okay? The novelty of her being there is gone. And now she's having matches on free TV. Yeah. So a lot of that fucking charm is gone. I don't think that she's the complete washout that people have said. No, is she a good person? No, not really. Um... <laughs> Is she an especially good professional wrestler? Nah, not really. But, pops crowds, sells merch, sells tickets. Hot take here. I have it written down. Hot take colon. And then, here is my thoughts. Rhonda has nothing. She's built up no skill in the time that she's been here in order to back up her legitimacy. If she was pushed and booked like Brock Lesnar from the start, it still would have been really short shelf life because Ronda is not good and never was. I'm man enough to admit she was never good. Her first I, I match, disagree with that. Her first match in, in at Mania, with yeah. The, yeah, it was great because yeah. of everyone else. Oh, yeah, I... 
nobody can argue that. She's had a lot of good matches. It's just that people don't name fucking them. huh? Name them. She had a really good match with Sasha at the Rumble. Okay, that was fucking good. And as much as it pains me to say this, and I don't like to admit this, that I Quit match that she had with Charlotte a couple months ago was actually fucking good. And I don't care for Charlotte at all. Um, she had a pretty good match with. She had a good match with Alexa. I remember You're phrasing these interestingly. You're phrasing these interestingly. I remember... Okay, this one I am going to have to fucking put a caveat on. She had a match with Nia Jax that my expectations were horrifically low for. (laughs) And because they were slightly exceeded, I was like, all right. I, I, I won't fucking throw that one in there. But now having said that, all these matches were like a couple years ago. And that was before she took time off to go fucking hatch her parasite and all that other dumb shit. Like, yeah, but you I'm not. I'm all not. Those interestingly, what do you mean? You sure Ronda had those matches with them? She was at least at present, if that's what it needs to fucking be. But regardless, the matches were but good. But that only there. carries you so far. But and now that she's okay, positioned this is as what, okay. someone who is supposed to get other people over, she can't right. do it. But here's now, here's my counterpoint to this. And this is the part where I have to fucking choose my words carefully because... Okay. One of the best things that I have done personally in my career is the feud that I had with Shotzi back in 2019 for Journey Pro. Mm. Very fucking proud of that feud. Very proud of that program. Very proud of that one match that we had. Shotzi was fucking cool to work with. Gotcha. However... I will tell you this very fucking politely. Shotzi is good at having brawls. She is good at taking crazy bumps. And she is good when she is working with either a guy or a very strong woman who can base for her. Now, having said that, when it comes to actual wrestling, and when it comes to, shall we say, the psychology parts... If left to her own devices. She ain't good. Hmm. And I know I take a big risk saying that on a recorded medium. I don't fucking care. She's not going to listen to it. And if she does, whatever. So, when you take somebody who... I, I don't think Ronda's ever going to be good enough to carry anybody. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that at all. But when you take somebody who is not good enough to carry anybody. And someone who definitively needs to be carried constantly. If taken outside of her fucking wheelhouse. If you have Shotzi in a fucking a gimmick match and all she's got to do is fucking fall on shit and do crazy things, great. Okay? Fine. She thrives in that environment. She thrives in that environment on the indies. But putting those two together, this this sucked. This match was aggressively fucking bad. Yeah. And there, I'm not, by the way, there's fault on both sides of this being bad. Yeah. Ronda was bad in this. Shotzi was bad in this. This was fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. This is I hate Ronda Rousey. I don't. I can't. I can't wait for the inevitability of Shayna turning on Ronda and going on to be way better. Shayna is what Ronda should be. Yes, and the fact that Shayna is right next to Ronda Rousey only exposes her fucking failings more. Yeah. Like, I hate. It's like. I mean, honestly, you made a very good point earlier in that she, Ronda has not progressed at all since she's been there. Not one bit. And her finish has always been dog shit. 
Every single time. Most yeah, most arm bars in wrestling are fucking. And the big. biggest match of her entire career that I will give you would not happen with without her. She oh, the, fucked up the finish. The mania one? Yeah. Yeah, big time. Like it I'm not gonna lie, after that fucking also I got another fucking hot take for you guys. That match, and I have rewatched it. Not recently, but I did rewatch it. That match ain't good. No. Like I've I, seen Charlotte and Becky have good matches. Sure. I didn't see the one they had from like last year's Survivor Series when they had beef. I remember hearing about it, but I didn't know. see it. Um I'm not gonna lie, that fucking that triple threat was bad enough and that finish was bad enough that I was like, they'll never let women main event again. Now they have. Yeah. And Sasha and Bianca was fucking amazing. But like Yeah. No. This this though, this was just fucking bad. Real bad. Yeah. The real the, the bad thing about the, the, the thing with me with Rhonda is that like definitively everyone around her is better. Do you think Shotzi was better than her in this match? Uh fuck, I don't goddamn know. You think have you seen a good Shotzi match? I've only ever really watched you like yours. Well then you saw with, one. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not, I, I know this sounds like I'm really fucking dogging on her, but, like, I'm not trying to. That's just an honest opinion. Like, I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. Sucked. Uh, there's a Cody Rhodes video after this. That Tornado DDT, by the way, on the apron, that was yeah. entirely Rhonda's fault. Oh, yeah. There was another clip going around of that fucking, she tried to do it with Tony Storm, I guess, in NXT. Yeah. And, and it went just as bad. It was really? fucking... Yeah. Jesus. I'm just at the point where I'm like, also, that move is just fucking dumb. Like, you, even, even if you like, hit okay, it, Johnny even if Gargano you hit it... Johnny has done a version of it that works. When he does the slingshot over, catch it, and then you go on the apron. He's done that sure, a couple times. Sure, but like, does he, he land on in... his feet? Uh, no, he's fucking... See, then, he's I think, the... then I still think that's fucking dumb. Because it's, then it's like, okay, but it's I'm going... on the apron. Yes, but it's at, at the cost, at the the cost of me falling from a great height onto the fucking ground. What better story is a, is a hero willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good? A hero that's Even smart. Even multiple in, in small ways. A hero that's like, yeah, I could do that, but it'll hurt me just as much or more than you. What if there's no other option? Also, I can't win on the outside of the ring. You can win if they stay on the outside and you're already on the apron. In a championship so, match, you don't become t- champion. Well, maybe I'm not fighting for the <laughs> It doesn't matter. Dude, it's just a cool fucking move. Why do you gotta, like... It's... what? Do you, There's what, some what stuff that, that I just get I, hung I just up on. Okay, I just can't believe that this is your hang-up. That a de- I just think that the movie. How do you feel about a fucking reverse Rana on the apron? Does that work for you? I don't care for, for that at all. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like the fucking... The part about this that I don't like... If, if Okay... If Shotzi or Gargano or anybody, whoever the fuck, does this horseshit springboard off the rope, whatever, DDT onto the apron, and they come down and land on their feet, which is perfectly fucking doable, awesome. That doesn't bother me. You land on your fucking you feet, you plant you the person. You the DDT correctly. You don't... You've got your left arm, you fucking fall, they land on the apron, let yeah, go. Yeah, it's a face bump. It's not full impact on the head like you want with a DDT. I, I, am, I am gobsmacked by this. 
The DDT is to drive the opponent's head into the ground. Their head is still going to go into the fucking apron, whether you land on your feet or not. It's lame. It's so because lame it's smarter if- and better and makes more sense, it's lame? <laughs> Dude, because it's, it's safer just- for all parties involved? Well, yeah, I'm not going to argue that it's not gonna not safer. I'm not. I was never arguing safety. Holy shit! I'm arguing. It's just lame. <laughs> to what? To slingshot to over make it and better. Do the. I always hate like a bulldog where you just grab the head and go down. I hate that. That's okay. what it's like to me. I, okay, fine. If that's. Something that you have to. Compare. I'm not doing the move or asking you to take it or <laughs> do just, it. I like, just. I don't know why you're so hung up on this. Oh my god, <laughs> match was awful. Um. Okay, there's a Cody Rhodes type video which I thought was kind of cool, just to remind people that he's alive. Yeah. Presumably with a bad tit somewhere still. <laughs> what? There's no way that shit's healed. Um. The Sammy Roman promo. This fucking rule. This is so fucking good. Okay, I'm going to read uh, the two notes I have on this. I only have two notes about this. Mm-hmm. They are as follows. <clears throat> this is so good. This is so motherfucking good. Those so, are my only two notes. Yeah. It's just... The gist of the promo is basically Sammy's like, this is why I lied to Jay. Comes clean and says, yeah, I lied. This is why. Roman's like, okay, cool. Got it. See you out there. That's, in a nutshell, very, very condensed what this is. There's oh, but it also, he's like, what did what did Kevin say to you? Right. That you guys were going to betray me and I should betray you first. Yeah, so he comes clean about all that, yeah. too. Which also makes it seem like that Kevin is playing the fucking long con here and is planting the idea in Sammy so that he'll plant the idea in Roman. So then now Roman is having doubts about Sammy. It's, it's, so it's literally Inception. Yeah. There's so many layers here. Um, and Roman is... Ro- I want Roman to play himself, like, as this Roman Reigns character. I want him forever. to play... I want it, this character in an actual movie. Yeah. Like a feature-length film. Like, That's he... Fucking amazing. ...is so fucking good. Um, Sammy is great, too. Of course he is. Yeah. Um, he thrives in a more comedic environment, but he's still so good at these at the series. I think that like, the funny, the shit that he does that's funny makes you connect with him more when it's something that's heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a, and I know this is an easy thing to say because they're both fucking gingers with beards, but like it's very Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah, because like he's like Seth Rogen will have like I think Knocked Up actually is a pretty fucking good comedy, but he has moments in that where you actually do fucking feel for the guy. But you feel for him because he's funny and he's charming. Yeah. More of the movies I make are bad. <laughs> I don't know. Most of most of Seth Rogen's movies now, like numerically, statistically speaking, are bad. Did you see that they're making him a second sausage party? Oh no. Why? I don't care for that at all. The first one was egregious. The first one had one thing in it that made me laugh, and that was not worth watching that whole <laughs> film for. Yeah. Like, that could have easily been just an eight-minute short on YouTube. So dumb. Ugh. Why are we doing this? What are we even doing? Uh, after this, though, we got United States Championship Triple Threat Match. W- real quick, 
I love that we're putting an emphasis on the U.S. title. Yes. I love that we're putting an emphasis on the Intercontinental title. Big time. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Triple H. Bob versus Austin versus Seth. Bob rules. Yeah. Big time. Huge Bob Lash fan. He's a big He's a big Damien Deschain fan because he copied my gear with the oh, yeah? red and gold. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got that from me. Now, I thought it was very 49ers-ish. Well, I don't know Rikishi why, but... thought that too. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't know. Because no he was like, uh, the team in the 49ers colors, I like them. Oh, okay. Um, Which is funny. I love Did you that. notice that the fucking ad for the Beyblade thing played on Austin Theory's entrance? Sure what did. What the... Yeah. I love it. I had this... Do you... Was that on purpose? I hope so. I had this moment where I was like, did they fuck something up in the truck? Is No, because Michael Cole is reading a Beyblade ad while, he, while they're doing this. Right, but I mean, was that supposed to go on, like, the viewer screen or that screen? I don't know. It's a good question. Somebody on somebody on Twitter. Which I don't, is funny. I, I don't. I don't want him back in here. Somebody on Twitter had a good joke about Vince sitting at home thinking that they changed Austin Theory's name to Beyblade Max or whatever <laughs> the fuck. It was. Um. Uh. Yeah. Rollins. Rollins super over as well. Yeah. Like having a very fucking good run right now is one Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Um, I only had a couple notes on this. I think this was about the time where I started to get real tipsy. Um, okay. This rules. I f- fucking loved this match. I, I kind of want to rewatch it because I remember really, really fucking liking it. A yeah. lot of cool shit. Um, the double hurt lock. <laughs> yeah. I I was like, this is awesome. The, um, I want to call it the, the Super Mario jump where... <laughs> Rollins stepped off of, yeah. Uh, I think Austin Theory and curb stomped Bob. Yep. So cool. great stuff. Great stuff. Like um, there were so many cool sequences. Austin Theory was made to look like a bitch throughout a lot of it, but he still got his moment to fucking be a heel. Right. He didn't. I'll say it. Austin Theory, in ring in this match, was pretty good. Yeah. This is the best. He did match. a couple fucking rolls, and I'm like, God damn it, stop! <laughs> Roll into a drop kick. Why not just do a regular fucking drop kick? For the same reason that you don't land on your feet when you do the apron DDT, I guess. <laughs> the roll, no. the roll provides momentum. He's coming no. from a low if position. If he did a rolling so could... front flip drop kick, I would go with you. I would go with you. <laughs> No, see, because when he does the roll, he ends up in a seated crouch position, which allows him to use his explosive jumping ability and his high vertical for the no, drop I'm kick. Willing to go, I'm willing to go that route with you with the rolling thunder, because Rob Van Dam actually made a goddamn look like he got more momentum on the okay. jump. I, I do think, by I the way... I'm willing to go with you on that drop I'm kick. I'm not defending it. I think it's dumb as fuck. And I just like that this rolling, is your hang His like, front roll into a standing blockbuster. I don't hate that, because... I, I don't like doing more than one roll gimmick. That big time. pick one. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, like if I had to pick one, I would go with the rolling standing blockbuster. Like RVD had like a different version of the rolling thunder, I guess, where it was a cartwheel into a, a backflip. Yeah, which is different because it's a backflip. Yeah, not a front flip. One's back, one's front. <laughs> Both the flips. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. I hate that fucking running blockbuster. There's a really good blend in this match there's a really good blend of like watch your back because mm-hmm. he's the third person right. but also one-on-one like good sequences mm-hmm. and stuff 
I liked this. This was good. I dug it. Cool um, finish. Yes. Well, yeah. I. Yeah, it was a good. It was cool. I was like, I didn't know what to think about it at first. So it's. It could have been like. There's a lot. I of, feel bad saying this because they did so much cool shit in this very very well. This could have been executed just a tad bit crisper. Yeah, and it would have been better. But it's I get it. You know, it's hard to say that because of all the cool shit they did. But also, it's the finish. Sure, so it's kind of hard to not pick this out. Rollins gets fucking Theory up for the Falcon Arrow, whatever. Bob with the spear. They come down, and Theory quote comes down on top of Rollins. One, two, three. I'm fine with that finish. Yeah. Because I think it that, wasn't Theory's move. Nope. That's what I mean. Like, that's a heel way to fucking win. You lucked into it. You stumbled into it. Yeah. And it seemed kind of fresh. I hadn't seen that. I don't think I've seen that done. And if I haven't, you know it's been the last time I saw it? it? No. It was with Seth Rollins and uh, Dolph Ziggler. Um, when Dolph Ziggler had Drew McIntyre, it was the same setup. He's got him for this? the superplex. Yeah. He's got him for the superplex. Yeah. Um, hits, rolls through, got him up for the Falcon Arrow. Drew McIntyre's in. Claymore. Claymore. Really? Dude falls on the the Dolph falls yeah. onto the pin. Wow. Huh? It was I, as soon as that happened, I was like, "Well, that's where he got that." I that's interesting. That's a recall. That's like I love being able to pick out. Well, that's a that's one of his go to finishes. Yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Um, I wrote down something after this that I just can't fucking decipher but it just says new and then something united states champion maybe we can say that doesn't matter uh moving on (laughs) uh moving on because we're fucking two hours into the show oh my god yeah it's main event time guys so we've got the team of the brawling brutes by the way i talked about these today i've really come to enjoy them as a group okay like Sheamus is still like it's still for me Sheamus, Butch, Ridge Holland at a distant third. Yeah, them as a group I really fucking enjoy. This thing where they're just yelling banger after banger after. Yeah. Ba-. I don't know why, but I find that just somewhat charming. Yeah, um, I also like that there's a lot of groups. Yeah, I like yeah. that there's a lot of groups. I, I I agree. That's that's something that Vince always shied away from, and I'm like, no oh, man, you kind of gotta like have those like. Yeah. Like, the, like, New Japan, tons of groups. Always has been. Uh, AEW is fucking littered with them. WCW had almost too many of them. <laughs> like, I love fucking groups and factions of wrestling. And it makes sense. Like, if this was a... It, it, if it were real, you would have friends. <laughs> like Most of the time, yeah. Yeah, I you just... would. Um, but anyway, so this is War Games time, right? Correct? Correct. So it's the Brutes, Kevin Owens, and Drew McIntyre versus the Bloodline. So over. Big time. The whole thing is so over. Like, I'm just going to saw through my notes on this because we're two hours in. And with all due respect, we kind of only have a few things that we really need to talk about with this, I think. Yeah. Butch fucking rules. Pete Dunne, whatever you want to call him, is so goddamn good. I have a that says good. Pete Dunne rules. Like, I'm so glad that, like, they gave him... I'm not glad that they they made him Butch. They could have just done this character and just kept the name Pete Dunne. Yeah. Been like, you're going to dress like you're a fucking extra in Peaky Blinders. We're going to put you in this fucking group. Here's yeah. what we, here's how we want you to act. You know, I you got to be that. a fucking spaz. I, yeah. 
and just whatever. But I love that he at least embraced it and ran with it to where now I'm like, I don't care that his name is Butch. You know, like, yeah, I'm glad that he's fucking made it and is successful. Um, fucking, uh, 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 so Sammy's in first by oh. Roman's direction. Did you notice this? Um, no, it was it was Jay or Jay's yeah, in. Jay, 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 Jay in. starts, and then it's um, Jimmy goes to leave, and Roman stops him and sends Sammy. Um, Ridge Holland and right and Butch are beating the shit out of Jay. Yeah, Jimmy goes, and then which That's I love Roman's that Roman in. has a chair in the in fucking the, yeah. cage because he's just that cool. Everyone else is standing. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is standing. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so. Yeah, so he stops Jay, makes Sammy go. I'm like, that's great. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that. Um, Drew, there is some dissension at one point with the bloodline. Jimmy and yeah. oh, I'm sorry, Jay and Sammy are arguing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then KO. Kevin Owens came to the show in those clothes and then wrestled in them. Most likely. <laughs> uh, I was on a couple shows with Kevin Owens. Hmm. That's uh, fun. In uh, AEW. AEW. <laughs> AEW. Ugh. Mate, um, um, can I just say, I love Solo Sokoa. Uh, so I had to make a note of this because I forgot. I was in a match with him. I wrestled Solo Sokoa. Really? Back when he was uh, Sefa. Fatu. I don't know. Six-man tag. Uh, it was me, Blake Reed, and some gentleman whose name I cannot fucking remember. No! It wasn't. It was me, Joey O'Reilly, and some gentleman whose name I cannot remember against the team of Rikishi... Sefa, who's now solo, and um, Blake Reed. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Nice enough guy. I love Solo Sokoa. He's so good. I love him. They, they do Corey, a good job of the way they present him, too. Corey Graves has a really good uh, call mm. about uh, Solo, saying that he reminds him of a certain Samoan bulldozer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I like that. Does the running ass in the corner. Yeah. Um, let's see. At one point, Sheamus's team—they're all doing the clubs on the ropes. Yeah, I love that. That was cool. I dug that because I think they cut to the Wiley Coyote cam at that at some mm-hmm. point when they're doing that. So you just see everyone go. I love that. There is once Roman gets in there. My my last couple notes on this. I'm just going to saw through them. Incredible drama and storytelling. Amazing psychology. So good on the finish. It's fucking Shakespeare. It's so good. Like, this... I'm not going to say that I love the, the... The match, I thought, was good. Yeah. I did not love this until we got down the, the final stretch of it. If that okay. makes sense. Like, I was just kind of like, yeah, this is good. The, the okay, last, yeah, the I'll last, go with you on that. The last yeah. few minutes, though, I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll go with you on that. Um, can we just talk about the 1D is terrifying. The way that they do it, the middle of middle rope three D. Yeah, that's never. Yeah, that's that. Oh my god. Um. There's so many good moments in this match. The end result is the best one, though. So, like, yeah. long story short, fucking um, KO blast Roman. Sammy and him are having their obligatory stare down. Uh, I think it's Jimmy throws a super kick and Kevin catches it. Sammy low blows Kevin. 
Hmm. He fucking feeds into the corner, hits the Haluva kick. Or, I'm sorry, he feeds into the corner. Uh, Jimmy or Jay, one or the other, start to go in after him. Roman stops him, sends Sammy again. Sammy hits the fucking Haluva kick, puts him where he wants him. Jay hits the big splash, finish. They all celebrate together. Jay, Jay Uso finally accepts Sammy. Yeah, because he's like... He's he's in the corner near where Kevin Owens right. is. So when he hits the haluva kick and he stumbles out and falls, right. he like lays him down and like offers him. Yeah, he's offers right there Kevin doing, Owens' yeah. body to Jay to splash it. So good, just great, great, great stuff. Like great, 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 great stuff. stuff. Uh, and it makes me excited for like you said earlier, like the shit that's coming up. Like we're a couple months from the Rumble. Yes, but like, dude, imagine. I can't there, there's wait. So we many... have to watch the Rumble together. Oh at yeah, your house, at your house, at here, here. Let's dude, do it. You know what we should do? Hmm. Fucking, I'll, I'll get, I'll get the night off. You come over, we watch the Rumble. Set all this shit up before we treat it like it's a Tom movie classic. Yeah. The moment that that show fucking ends, boom, we're getting this shit on fucking audio. Okay. I was about to say film and realized that's not what it is. I'm going to take light notes to yeah. keep a general guide so we don't forget any matches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe uh, that's maybe next year, starting next year, that's what we do with the big four. Maybe we treat it like Tom's movie classics. Okay. Where we watch them together and then we're just like, fire! I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. I'm for it. Yeah, buddy. Um... Overall, I think I would recommend this show. There's definitely stuff in it that you don't need to watch. Like, do do not watch Ronda and Shotzi. It's, <laughs> it's honestly, it's not even in that, like, so bad it's good. It's it just, it's bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, fucking AJ and, and Balor, really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, the women's match, that... For me, it's a it's a very light recommend, but only because it's so fucking long. Yeah, it is real long. I wonder. Hold on. Does this show have a wi- Wikipedia yet? Oh, most likely. Let's see what the match times are here with this. Mm. And then, uh, fuck! I feel like I'm missing something here as far as my recommendations. I uh, maybe I'm not. I don't know. I would say. For me, There's only four if, matches on this card? Um, two what, war games, AJ and Finn, Shotzi and triple Ronda. Threat. Oh, the triple, yes. threat. the triple threat was excellent. Yeah, the triple yeah, that threat was great. That that's the match of the night. Yeah, me, honestly, yeah. I don't know how I forgot goes. that. We just got done talking about it. Uh, I wonder what would happen if you just, like, no context, just, like, only watched the war games matches when the bell rang. Like when when just the match skipped ahead to where started. it officially starts. I mean that's that NASCAR syndrome thing that I was talking about though. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. are you going to get the full story in the men's one specifically? No, the women's one. I'm not going to lie, man. You could probably start that match at that point and be just as entertained as if you had watched the other forty fucking minutes of it yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah, fair enough. Um, so the the first the women's war games match was. 39 minutes and 40 seconds. Holy shit. It feels so much longer. The triple threat for the U.S. Championship was 14 minutes. That's Dude, long for a triple threat. AJ and, and Balor went 18-25. I buy that. It was not fast-paced. And then the men's War Games match went 38-30. Wow. 
You know what's weird is that the, like that men's one didn't feel that long. Not really. That women's one felt eternal. Very fucking long. Um, it's mail time, y'all. It is mail time. This is the last thing we do. This we're gonna do this and a couple of plugs and wrap so it up. I, I I keep telling the people that these long episodes aren't like a right. regular thing. These are an accident. Well, they keep <laughs> fucking happening. All right, so. Our first bit of mail today comes to us from a friend of the show, Peter MacArthur. Uh, have him on Snapchat now. Pretty sure I pronounced your name correctly. He had a, a real rant about this the other day. I don't know how people could mispronounce that name, but pretty sure I got it right. Subject Mac line. Mathur. Sure. Subject line. Wrestling Twitter could suck sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Already agree. Uh, he writes, so as you can tell by the subject title, Wrestling Twitter could suck sand. The reason being is for a comparison between two female professional wrestlers. The first is Max the Impaler. I like Max. Who was part of ROH. I've been on several shows with uh, with them. And Sarah Logan, who is now part of the Viking Raiders. For those who are unaware, Sarah Logan debuted a new look. However, the wrestling community via Twitter, who again can go suck sand, was crying out saying she had stolen said look from Max the Impaler by having identical face paint done. This made me think immediately back to when another wrestler had an entrance slash look slash moveset, even mannerisms close to that of one Aleister Black, a.k.a. Malachi Black. I'm sure you both know about that. I do. I remember that. Yes. Anyway, I'll leave this to you, Christian Rose, Damius Jane, and anyone else who's with you to discuss this matter as much or as little as you like. P.S. Wrestling Twitter, go suck fucking sand. Yours sincerely, Peter MacArthur. Um, yeah, so my thing about with uh, Max and Sarah Logan I think that people who thought that one was a rip off of the other don't really know what they're talking about because one is uh, I guess inspired or parroting Vikings and the other is doing Mad Max specifically Mad Max Fury Road Yeah. yeah. Um, if, if you think that like putting black makeup on the top half of your face is a specifically one or the other thing I, I don't really know what to fucking tell you you know what I mean like I think that there's some I, I think there's some of that Viking lore that kind of influenced some of the look of like Mad Max but they just put a more like mechanical influence on yeah. it but these are still like quote unquote savage people you know whatever Uh, it is a Viking thing that Sarah Logan is doing. So I can see where people are like drawing. at first glance. Yeah. Sure. But it's not it is not a copy. It no. might look similar, but it is not. It is a Viking like they're different things. No, I like I don't know. To me it's just one of those things that's just specific enough for people to bitch about. Yeah. But it's not specific enough to be a direct I'm lifting this from you. Like I I will bet anything I have ever owned <laughs> that when Sarah Logan was coming up with this look, she didn't say, oh, have you seen Max the Impaler? I'm going to lift that. Even if she's seen Max the Impaler, odds are she doesn't fucking watch wrestling. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't think that that was ever the intent here, regardless of how it may have come across. Uh, now, in regards to that other guy, the fucking uh, Malachi Black ripoff, yeah. too far. It's okay, too far. Yeah, it's the same gear. It's the same look. It's the same moves. It's the same mannerisms. Has the same fucking tattoo. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. You know, like that's one where it's like, like, like we we all we all we all steal. We all steal. Yeah. I, I I'm never gonna sit here and say that I don't. You know, you 
you can't say that you don't. No, no, none of us I can steal say steal all the time. Like I, I threw myself under the bus recently I, uh, by saying that if you've seen a Chris Hero or a John Moxley match, and you've seen Christian Rose in twenty twenty two, like, gotcha, you know. But yeah. like, there's 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 a difference between an homage and a fucking copyright infringement, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, let's see. The lunatic copyright infringe. Ooh, I like that. That was a little. Uh, you, you did, a little bit, okay, yeah, I yeah, yeah. It was a little too too You're, far. You were just on the of, line of too okay, far. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Our last bit of mail tonight comes to us from dear friend of the show Brian. Subject line: Give me five B's for a quarter. <laughs> okay. It's the Simpsons thing. Um, dear Tom and Braden, don't know when this will be read, so either have or I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Are there any plans to b- 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 break the format and explore some old materials like a Q&A, debates, or interviews? I just recently decided to go back and listen to the Great Debate episode and would like to hear some more recent takes from Disagreeable Dischain. Braden's opinions are either on point or absolute garbage, but makes for interesting content. Yeah, there's no in-between with me. That's actually true. I also recently listened to the Top 3's episode and heard some strong words from a Mr. Connor Hopkins. I'd be glad to confront him face-to-face, Rock Austin-style, as he said, if he wants to pack up his diploma printed on the back of a Culver's placemat and make the trip from the hellscape of desperate mediocrity called Iowa over to the valley. I'm not that hard to find. Tell him don't forget to bring my Luther College Emmy and give it a good polish. I want to see myself in it. For the sake of conversation, what is your guys' favorite sleeper match that doesn't get enough attention? Best regards, Brian. P.S. Buying Connor Hopkins merch is a front to funnel money to human traffickers. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was amazing. Um, uh, uh, so for the first part, yeah, we'll, we're going to break that format again. Don't worry. It, it'll happen. It always it's does. It's been a while. It has. We Yeah, we've almost rebuilt it. we got to break it again. Um, it's been a while since I could. That guy, Stain, uh, Stain Do Dude. Q and A. Sorry. Fuck, I can't think of his name. He, uh, he does like um, even by my standards, bad country music now. Oh um, no. Yeah, it's it, it even great. by your standards. I love yeah. that. <laughs> um, what is your guys' favorite sleeper match that doesn't get enough attention? Um, this is going to be maybe an odd pick, but it's one of the first ones that comes to my mind. And I believe, um, actually, no, I'm, I'm not sure about that. So, Shelton versus Shelton Benjamin versus Shawn Michaels. We all know the finish, right? Yeah. It, it literally was in the intro of the show for for decades after. That match itself is incredible. Like okay. it's one of those things where the the finish is iconic. It's one of the best finishes in the history of wrestling, big time. But. Nobody ever watches the match. <laughs> the match itself is very, 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 very fucking good. I would call that a sleeper. Um, I got another fucking weird one. Uh, when I when I think sleeper, I think... You know what I mean? Like, one of those ones is just so much better than what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, this is going to sound insane to a lot of people, especially on paper. Randy Orton versus Wade Barrett in a tables match from TLC, I believe it's 2010. Okay. It's either 2010 or 2011. But they had a tables match at one of those. 
It's fucking great. It's so smart. Everything in it makes sense. It's all built like it is very, very smart. And Wade Barrett wasn't at the peak of his powers at that point yet. And yeah. I know a lot of people, obviously not us, a lot of people find Orton boring. So that's a tough sell. No, nah, it's fucking great. Okay. Interesting. I said it'd be interesting. I said it'd be interesting. Um, the only one that really comes to mind, this might be a hot take, because I know that pe- there are people mm-hmm. who do recognize this, but sure. I'm going with it, and I'm willing to argue. Okay. No Way Out 04, Eddie and Brock. People know the moment. Sure. But as far as the match goes... We covered that on here, I feel like, a did, long time yeah, ago. We yeah. did, because that's my favorite match of all time. Yeah. So do you think, like... So when you say sleeper, you mean similar to what I said about, like, Sean and Shelton. Like, we all remember Eddie celebrating the win and everything. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Maybe even the finish. Right. Because it's that frog splash and then it's waving the ref over and all that stuff. Um, But as a match... Yeah. Like, I never hear that brought up as far as, like... That's true, yeah. You only ever hear about the moment. What are great matches of all time. Right. Never that one gets brought up. Uh, and I think maybe I like that one more now from a worker's point of view. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of pushing it why I like it a lot more. Right. Because as, as like, we talked about it, I think when you can tell yeah. that Eddie is calling shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Brock is kind of out of his element because he's on the fly working and is yeah. still a rookie, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got one last one. And this is one that I would love to fucking cover on the show. Scotty Tuhati versus Dean Malenko from Backlash. Okay. Two thousand and God damn it, it's it's either it's either Backlash two I think it's Backlash two thousand. Um the match is amazing, and the finish is one of the goddamnedest things that I've ever seen in my life. And I've only seen it recreated once. Um so the finish they are both on the top rope. I need to stress this. Uh, Scotty Tuhati is trying to superplex Dean Malenko. Dean just jumps forward and gives him this unbelievable DDT. Oh my God! Wait, what year is this? I think I believe it's two thousand, but it might be oh one. I just but it's, watched it's, this it's recently. It's definitely backlash. I just watched this recently. Um, I just watched this like recently. <laughs> wild. I remember that match That's being fucking great, but fucking that finish awesome. is just unholy. Uh, the only time I ever saw it recreated was um, my dear friend Matt Cage and our dearly beloved, uh, rest in peace, Marcus Crane. They did that finish one time on a show that me and Cage ran, and I was like, y'all did not need to fucking do that. Like, that's... that's it was that, Backlash that, 2000. 2000? Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, that... that Insane. Never. Insane. Never. Crazy, crazy dangerous, man. Um, yeah. Having said that, let's plug some shit and wrap this up. Yes. Uh, Zao Alive. RPW. Dreamwave. Dreamwave. Big news. Dreamwave on the IWTV. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that. So, this just came about earlier today. So, the most recent show uh, is up on IWTV. More of them are going to be uploaded. More are coming. More are coming. <laughs> um, and depending on the strength of the signal in the venue and whatnot, 
we may be going live with Dreamwave on IWTV. Okay. If if the Wi-Fi in the Knights of Columbus can handle it without setting the town on fire in a, about a week and a half. Well, not from the... Yeah, we can change from when you guys are hearing this. Might be able to watch this shit live from yeah. the comfort of your own fucking home. Yeah, I would count on leaving the homes. <laughs> yeah. but um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know how bad their Wi-Fi is or how good it is. I don't know. Oh, I don't, yeah, I have um, no idea. Is that everything? Uh, oh, uh, Anarchy. Uh, wow, wow, I, oh, yep. That true. That true. Follow Anarchy. St. Louis Anarchy. Um, um, Wowed something. Podcast on Twitter. Yep. Uh, Wowed Podcast on the Patreon. Yep. Um, all of these are, by the way, W-A-W-E-D-P are all capital. Yep. And then Oddcast. Oddcast. Um, um, dollar Menu Mid-Carters. Yep. We'll, we'll give a shout out to our friends over there in St. Louis Anarchy. Review, review. Review, review. Our dear um, friends up north. Um, also, I can throw this out here right now. I will be making an appearance on Review Review. I was in, told in that I should weeks. come with you. Oh, if you can make that happen, there. What a what a dream. What, okay, yeah, we're gonna have to we're we're gonna get some dates together. I'm Let's gonna see have, if we can get this. Going. I literally said I need an excuse to take a night off work. Yeah. Tell me that I have to do this. Amazing, I love that. Um, you're, you're gonna hate what we're covering. Oh no, I don't even want to talk about. I, it I don't want to know yet. But um, yes, that. And also wowheads at gmail.com. Yes, please. You wanna... Right in. Right in. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that's everything. Um, for This is so long. Why? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Marathon episode here. Why are we doing this as our spinoff show that we don't have yet? <laughs> <laughs>